Welcome to the Golden Sports uh, Special Edition episode of the Dallas Cowboys 2020 Season in Review. <laughs> yes. Also known as the Cowboys Rant. <laughs> yep, it's going to be a lot of rants, a lot of rabbit holes. Just be prepared. <laughs> Tears may be shed. Yes. This is going to be very, very interesting. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the expectations of the, the 2020 Dallas Cowboys. Go a year in review. Mm-hmm. Talk about the games. Yeah. Talk about what happened. Good things, yeah. bad things. What players did good, what players didn't. And then ultimately, why did the wheels come off the wagon? <laughs> yep. Um, and then we'll talk about how to fix it. Mm-hmm. How we would fix it. Yep. At this point, at this at this point, at the how to fix it segment, it is all opinion. Yes, 100%. Yep. But this is our opinion on how, we're gonna, how we would make the Cowboys uh, better. Yeah, great again. Made the Cowboys great again. Let's talk about the end result. Yeah. Um, pretty we, much a Super Bowl. Well. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> if, listen to the expectations and then go to the, the end result. It's about the same. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> this is going to be very, very fun. Yes, it will. A lot of rabbit holes. A lot of rabbit holes. Uh, shovels. We will use multiple shovels. Yes, it will. To, to bury people. Yep. <laughs> um. Some people deserve it. Some people don't. Yeah, but but we're gonna get that shovel out and go. Yeah, when 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 you get to a certain point, Brent, you just yeah, everybody gets a shovel. It does. It's just so. Uh, that's gonna be. Let's just dive into it. Yeah. So uh, the expectations for the Cowboys coming into this season was obviously to be champions. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, let's break this down. Okay. So we had Jason Garrett the year before. Yeah, so you uh, have Jason Garrett, and you, you know what you're going to get. And you know what you're going to get. Uh, they decided to release Jason Garrett in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Good move. Yes, very good move. Cowboy fans overall liked this move. It was actually, I think I think everybody kind of agreed yes. this move. Then the coaching uh, window opens. Um, who's going to be the new Cowboys head coach? Many people are rumored. Yeah. Um, guys from college. Well, guys Lincoln who had, Riley. They had a bunch of other people. And guys who had, who had already been yep. in the pros. Ultimately... They decide to go with Mike McCarthy, yeah. Which at the time was a very good pick. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone yeah. kind of went, okay, big Mike McCarthy. So yeah. let's see what we got here. Yeah. We got a coach with a pretty good record overall. Yeah, um, has success against multiple teams, won a Super Bowl. Yeah, um, coach the, Darren Rodgers. Coach Darren Rodgers. So it's like, okay, he's got a lot of positives and a lot. He's got the resume for sure. Yeah, to be the Cowboys' head coach. Almost reminds you of like them bringing in Bill Parcells. Yeah, it's kind of what it felt like. Like, yep. oh my god, we got Bill Parcells. Yep. Oh my god, finally we got, got Mike, somebody. Yeah, we got Mike McCarthy, guy who's a, a champion. He's a winner. He's mm-hmm. a good coach. Yeah. Um. So the expectations were good. Then they start bringing in free agents. We did lose a couple guys. We got lost guys like Byron Jones, uh, Malik Collins, Jeff Heath, Jason Wynn, yeah, Randall Cobb. But then you bring in guys like. Gerald McCoy, you re-sign Anthony Brown, bring in Everson Griffin, bring in, ha, ha, bring in Ha Ha, yep. bring in Don Terry Poe, bring in Andy Dalton. I mean, it just kind of felt like, man. Yep, they're building good right now. It, it's just, good. It, they bring in Zerline. I mean, it just felt like a lot of things were kind of starting to fall into place. I'm yep. just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yep, this, ooh. Is this is good, this is good, this is good. So there was a lot of positives, I thought, that, yeah. was, go- that was going into the season. Um, you they franchise tag Dak Prescott for a year, so it's like okay, we got him for another year. Mm-hmm. It's another prove it year, which people really weren't a fan of, but another prove it year yeah. to see what happens. Yeah. Um, 
And then as the season starts going on, of course, the COVID-19 thing hits and, you know, yeah. the training camps are screwed up and the preseason's canceled. Mm-hmm. But you start going through and you start looking at, okay, what should the Cowboys do with this roster? you got Amari Cooper. They draft C.D. Lamb. Yeah. You have Michael Gallup. Had a great draft. Got Trayvon great draft. Diggs. Got Trayvon second. Diggs. Yeah. Bradley and Nye. you got uh, Neville Gallimore, who yes. proved really well. So. Uh, you, got, you, got a, you had a good draft class, a good free agency. You mm-hmm. have a new head coach. The schedule wasn't the hardest in the world. No. And it uh, and it felt like Dallas should win the division handily. Yeah. With some of the, with some of the other teams and how they were looking. Mm. So it's like, okay, you know, Washington lost her name. Yeah. <laughs> uh who's the quarterback? That uh new head coach yeah. with them. Giants. New head coach. New head coach. Uh Eli's retired. Jason Garrett's there. No wait, yeah, Eli just retired. <laughs> yeah, Jason Garrett's there. Jason Garrett's there. <laughs> Freddie Kitchens good. is there. Yep. <laughs> it's like okay. And then and then uh with the with the with the Eagles they just didn't do anything. I mean they did no. they didn't move. Their number they, one receiver was a rookie. Yes. Rieger and he wasn't yeah. good. <laughs> so, I mean. Yeah, they they drafted Jalen Rieger. And then it was him and Deshaun Watson, or no, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, bad. Deshaun Jackson. Both are injury prone, so you knew you were fine. As yes, far as uh, even in college, uh, Rigger was injury prone. Yes, so it's like okay, they they got some, they brought some yep. guys, and really doesn't make it make a huge difference. No. And then you, and it's like okay, so if we can shut down Carson Wentz. Yeah, we feel like we can win the division. Yeah, um, I believe I had the Dallas Cowboys. You and me about, about had the same record. Yeah, I had him at ten and six. You been ten and six. Yeah, I had him. I think at twelve and four. Okay. Um, let me see. I have it twelve and four. Yeah. So I had him slow starting and then getting hot towards the end. And then I had, going a, I had a hot start. Yeah. Uh, but you know we had him, we had him at the we had him at, at an average of eleven wins. We yep. both could agree on about eleven yes. wins, uh, or at least a ten win season. We had him in a ten win season, possibly mm-hmm. eleven at the best twelve. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's where we were sitting. So it's like okay, this is what the Cowboys' expectations are. We're to go in. We will definitely have the four seed, possibly the three, yeah. depending on how the season lines up, uh, who and, and who we beat. You know, we could probably get the three seed, not the two, but possibly yeah. the three, which is a good good start. It is. And then go in the playoffs and have and a home playoff game. Have a home playoff yeah. game. Hopefully, uh, uh, at least win that. Get to the divisional round. Hopefully, uh, win that. Yep. Get to the championship, which we haven't been to in twenty-seven years, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> so. a long time. Yeah, multiple decades. Yeah, um, and I believe I, be, I believe you and me both said that we hadn't going at least to the conference. Yes, because of who they who they play in the playoffs, the playoff uh, games that we had. It yep. was just like, okay, we've already played them. We can beat that team. Yep. We can beat that team. We can beat that team. So that's more or less where we had the Cowboys. It's just like okay, it just feels right yeah. of where we had each where we had them. You've had enough bench depth, which has been lacking yes. for the past few years, and yeah. so you thought at all you positions. Know, yeah, at all positions. So you're like, oh, okay, we got a good chance. That even if somebody does go down, somebody can step up and yeah. do well for us. Um, and that we got slapped in the face with that that assessment. Yeah, we did. Um, so and but th- so that's how our that was our expectations mm-hmm. going into the season. Are those yeah. all fair expectations? Yes, it was. Uh, I know I I seen multiple I seen multiple people say that the Cowboys could win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Most notably, I think was uh, AJ Hawk. Yeah. Uh, he said he has the Cowboys actually going going to the Super Bowl if not winning it. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it, it's not like it was just people mm-hmm. like us random people. No, it was. <laughs> Who have a little bit of bias? Yeah, I mean, it was it was guys who actually played you know, played, yeah. uh, and actually do and actually have very very successful yes. popular shows, mm-hmm. which we will. Yes, <laughs> hopes. Yeah, 
Um, but and you you have guys who are established. Mm-hmm. That's more or less what I was joking with. Yeah, you you guys who are established who are saying, hey, the Dallas Cowboys, they could be a Super Bowl team. Yeah, so they could. Anything else you want to add to that? No, that's that's perfect as far as the expectations coming into the season. Um, and you thought you know with the Mike McCarthy change, you thought the offense would extreme just be flying high. With the only this. thing they didn't change was Kellen Moore. Yeah, that was the only thing they didn't change. Uh, but you still thought, you know, Mike McCarthy would take over, not play, maybe not take over play calling, mm-hmm. but put his fingerprints on the offense. And he, as you'll find out later on, he did not. Um, I think the assumption was is Kellen Moore is young enough to where he can remold him. Yes. Yep. And it didn't really happen, but <laughs> we'll get into that. And uh, so the year in review. Um, we're going to start off with just the first game right off the bat. Uh, it was the Rams. We were at the Rams. First game in SoFi Stadium, um, which is an awesome stadium, by the way. Beautiful stadium. Yep. Um, but the Cowboys did lose that game 20-17. to It was a close game, uh, and you kind of figured it was going to be a close game as far as cause yeah. it's the Rams' first game at their new stadium. It's going to be a close game. Yeah. Uh, and Dak played okay as far as he did well. Um, this was the m- most... Coming up, this was the best game that we played as a starting unit, as far as without injuries, without the before everything snowballed. Crap. Yeah, uh, this was the best game that they played, which was the first game, and they were very balanced. Zeke had 22 carries, 96 yards, touchdown. Dak threw the ball 39 times, um, and then Cooper had 10 receptions, 81 yards. Um, defense played well against the Rams, uh, and it was. One of the things you thought, you know, hey, this team's looking pretty good. First game out the gate, no preseason, uh, no yeah. training camp, and they came out and went up against the Rams, who didn't really have much turnover from the last year, had the same coaches, and were able to um, have an advantage compared to us. Yeah, I and, mean, it so. was, I mean, they, they, like you said, they had the same, the same coaching staff. Yeah. They didn't have really any turnover. They get a lot of the same players. Yeah. Um, Versus Dallas did have some new. The, the biggest one was the coaching change. Yes. Um, if you do remember this cow, this game came down to a Dak Prescott drive that Jalen Ramsey had a pass interference call on that was not yep. called. Yeah. As well as Mike McCarthy didn't opt to go for a field goal. Yes. Which was a odd choice. It was. But it's like, hey. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. I. I. Um. I'm. I'll believe in you. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, and then ultimately, it came down to the the, the drive. Uh, Ramsey got away with the uh, got with the call on Gallup yep. on Gallup, um, which was offensive pass interference. It wasn't defense. Yes. It was offensive pass interference. The Gallup was called on, which was not. No, it wasn't. Um, so that happened. It translated over into a uh, Rams victory, yep. and more or less the, the talk was it was like okay. Dang, Mike! If you didn't, if you would have get that field goal, yep. we'd have been tied. Been tied going to overtime. Yep. But you know, it, it was. I mean, it was like fourth and one, so it wasn't like yeah. it was like a a no. ridiculous like. Oh, he was he went off for on fourth and fifteen. Yeah, no. no. It's like it was like fourth and one, and he and he decided to go for it and yep. go for a touchdown. So it's like okay, he's got guts. I can see it. Yeah, he's got guts. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I can live with this one. Yeah, I mean, I can live with that decision. The the call was more or less the the penalty call was yeah. more or less what people were focusing on. Yeah. So it's like okay, that's fine. You know, it, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then the next game after that, we had the Falcons, um, which we Falcons you knew coming into the season were not as good as what they uh, used to be. Right. Um, their defense has been lacking. They don't have a good run game. Um, and 
Julio was kind of injury prone at this time already in the season. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Cowboys, they played, the Falcons scored 39 points and got up to a huge lead, 29 to 10 at halftime. Yeah. And so you're thinking, oh gosh, like what in the world are we doing? And then all of a sudden we scored 14 points in the third, Falcons scored nothing. Fourth quarter, they scored 10 points, but we scored 16. Got the victory at the end because of Greg Zerline's onside kick yeah, that the became infa- infamous because of every, after that, every onside kick you saw was that same exact yes. kick. Um, and so the Cowboys were able to pull out a really good win, really good momentum win. Mm-hmm. Um, so you thought, hey, this team might be moving on up. And then Dak threw for 47 times, uh, 450 yards and a touchdown. But a lot of those yards were after the prevent prevent defense and so when they went when the falcon went to prevent that's when Dak started tearing them up but before that not good (laughs) um when they were actually really competing hard against each other in the first half um but zeke was 22 rushes 89 yards and touchdown on this game Dak had three rushing touchdowns as well um so it was just um cd lamb had a great game 106 yards cooper 100 and then this is the first game where we saw dalton schultz Come alive. He yeah. had nine receptions, 88 yards, and a touchdown. This is the game that Jarwin, Blake Jarwin goes down. Yes. Uh, Blake Jarwin, the starting... T- so Jason Wynn leads, leads the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Jarwin needs to step up. Uh, in, the, in the Rams game, there was really nothing. No. And then in the Falcons game, he tears his ACL. So yeah. we really never got to see that from, from no. Blake Jarwin. Um, he tears his ACL. He's out for the rest of the season. Yep. Dalton Schultz, last year was the number three on the roster, yes. and now has to be the starter, mm-hmm. which... That's a huge gap to fill. Yeah, and whenever you saw him on the field, he would drop a lot of passes, make a lot of mistakes. In his first season. In his first few years, yeah. It, this season was no, not that. This year, we're not. <laughs> Overall, Dalton Schultz had a great, uh, in, in, in my opinion, just watching him, he had a good season. Yes, um, he did. The stats may not say he did, but I, I truthfully think he did. He was fourth in the Cowboys in receiving. 63, re- uh, uh, 63 receptions on 89 targets. A lot of those were overthrows, yes. though. Uh, 615 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. I thought he played a whale of a season. I think yeah. he did a great job. Early on, he was a little bit more rusty. Yes. But later on in the year, like the last five games, he was phenomenal. And he was pretty much Andy Dalton's number one target. Yeah. And so he was doing a great job. And also blocking as well. He fixed that a lot. Yes. Um, and he did just, I thought he was the most improved player on the Cowboys. Very much By so. far. Yeah. Um, this year. And so, and, was, and we're not going to say that for for uh, CD, of course, because he's oh yeah, not improved. He's a rookie. yeah, he's a rookie. This is his base. <laughs> Next right. year, if he improves, then he improves. <laughs> but, right. Um, Dalton Schultz only lost, only had one fumble the entire season. He did, uh, in fact, lose it, but yeah. he did have only one turnover. And then I think, uh, at the eighty nine targets, I think he may have had five drops. Yeah. Which was, I mean, Maybe. which it, it's bad, but yeah, I mean, it's not like he was dropping everything that came to him. Yeah. Uh, he did have sixty three catches and in um, over five hundred yards. Yes. So. Not a terrible season. No. From a tight and then when Jarwin comes back, he'll be number two, maybe number one. He can com- I think he, he can, can compete, compete for the number one yeah, job. He can, and so it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, especially because both those are starting caliber tight ends now. Mm-hmm. And so and may, and do you change your team to a two, maybe a two tight end set? Yeah, yeah. You don't know. We'll find out. Easy to go five wide now. Yeah, it is. Um, two tight ends. Yep. And then for the um, Cowboys after this game. We would go at Seahawks, so you're thinking like, okay, this is a big game. This uh, is the- Leo Collins is out. Yes. Oh, we, at this point, we learned that Leo Collins was done for the rest of the season with a neck injury, mm-hmm. which understandable. Hey, yep. it's a neck injury. Thankfully, though, it wasn't Dak's blind side. This is a side that he can truthfully see, and he can yes, and he can. It's like okay, I see the pressure coming. React. I can yep. step up. 
Um, and then we started having problems with Tyron Smith at this mm-hmm. point too. Yep. Uh, this which, game, I think it started to yes. where it this, went wor- down. this word's like, oh crap. Yep. Um, but the Cowboys went to Seattle. This was the first big test for them. Mm-hmm. The Rams are a good team, but Seattle was coming into the year a big team. Russell Wilson was always in the MVP talks. Mm-hmm. DK's next year, he's going to be having a huge year this year, which he did. And, yes, he did. And then you got Tyler Lockett still there, DJ Moore, Chris Carson. This team's loaded. They added Jamal Adams, you know. Yes. And so people were really excited about the Seahawks coming into this year. And the Cowboys went to their home. And this is when we started to see the... There's a trend. There's a trend. The defense is horrendous <laughs> at this point. Um, they... The Seahawks won 38-31, and in this game, this is the first game that Trevon Diggs really had a horrendous game, and yeah. DK Metcalf tore him up outside that one play to where he punched the ball out, and that was a really cool play, but he did get burned on the play. <laughs> he got uh, burned and recovered. Yes, um, so he, he had a horrible game this game, um, and it was really starting to put doubts in the minds of the Cowboys fans, really, it's like... This guy we got in the second round. Yeah, this is this the guy, guy the corner? Yeah, this, this is the corner. This is the defense. This is the coaching staff yep. that we that we raved about. Yeah, there was a lot of problems with this team. It was when Russell Wilson can go five touchdowns, no picks on you, and pass the ball forty times. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like, oh shoot! It was like, what did we do? And so the defense was playing horrendous offensively. Early on, Dak threw a few interceptions. He was 37-57, 472 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. And that most of those yards were, again, when we were behind. We got behind. We stayed close 9-9 in the first quarter, but the second quarter we were down by, it was 14-6 to in the second quarter. And then after that, Dak got really going. Right. And so the Cowboys, Dak was passing a whole bunch in this game. Mm-hmm. And this is the first game that you could tell the switch. When the pass, pass, they pass. went from running with Zeke, trying to stay balanced, which they did in the last two games. Yeah. The Falcons game, that was different because they got behind big because of defense. Right. And so you kind of like, okay, we're going to keep running the ball. No, this game they went away from it. Zeke only had 14 carries, 34 yards, and a touchdown. And this is when you started to see that shift. And after um, this game, you really started to see it throughout the year. Yeah. And, and so the Cowboys' uh, offensive play calling, this is when it started to started to shift um and so this game was the first big game against a big team and we lost but it was close it made it respectable 38 31 and we still had a chance to win at the end of the game um i think it was when it Dak had the ball and they rolled yeah, out to a pick yeah so um and then that was the end of that but again we didn't beat the big team we need to beat the big team we can beat the losing teams that's yeah. fine. I, I I can beat the losing teams, but you can't beat the winning teams, and that's what everybody's concern was with that. As far well, my concerns anyway with that. I don't. It was, and, it was mine. and yours too. Um, but a lot of fans didn't see that. They see all these numbers, these great numbers that he's putting up. Yeah, I think last year he led the league in passing yards. Yep. But they were all they, eight and eight. They, eight, <laughs> they were eight and eight. They were eight and eight. <laughs> yep. And and let me just start by saying this: the quarterback that leads the league in passing yards. Usually has the worst record. Yes, he has a crap record. This this season, the end of it was Deshaun Watson. He went four and eleven. Yep, four and twelve. What, yeah. what do you got? Four and twelve. Yeah, four and twelve. So, I mean, yeah. it, it's there. You can get trash yards and make your stats look great. Yes, Deshaun Watson. Why is he? So he led the league in passing. Why is he an MVP candidate? Yeah. Because his record sucks. Because his record sucks. <laughs> and his, that's team what his team can't freaking nope. win a game. It's, it's, and, and, and that translated over to Prescott from last year. Yep. 
So everyone thought he was he was gonna be MVP candidate, and then he started leading the league in passing again. Yep. But it's like, well, crap. These are all these are all these are trash numbers. It was. And at this point, this is the after the Seattle game. You and me realized. Yep. Oh no. Something's we've made happening. a grave. We've we. I think we made a grave error. Yep. That that was the mindset that started to yes. come in. And then the next game proved our mindset to be correct. Yeah. Um, th- th- then we feared for everything. Yes. Cleveland was at the Cowboys. We were one and two at this point. Cleveland was two and one at this point. So you had um, two teams that were kind of about the same talent wise mm-hmm. as far as big players, big personalities on both sides of the ball. Um, the Cowboys start off the game up 14-7 first quarter. Great. Then the <laughs> at this point we're saying, okay, you know what? Maybe we overreacted, and we were running a balanced attack the mm-hmm. first quarter. Um, we were running the ball well, passing the ball off of it, play action, doing good stuff. You know, smart mm-hmm. stuff, common sense stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then the second and third quarter happened. The second quarter it was twenty-four to nothing Browns. Third quarter ten to nothing Browns. <laughs> um, and so that's uh, how many points? Uh, that is thirty-four points to nothing. In two quarters. Mm-hmm. And so, unanswered. Yes, unanswered. And see, that's the big key. Everybody was like, well, look at Dak. He came back against them and everything. Where, where was he in the second and third quarter? Where where was the offense then? Where where was that? Like, I know, yes, Cleveland was scoring up a storm and our defense couldn't stop him. Yes, but why couldn't we answer them? Why right. couldn't we continue to keep the ball? That kind of stuff. Right. And that's when we started to think. Oh shoot! <laughs> like, like, three and uh-oh. out, three and out, yep. three and out. Dak three. had a fumble lost. Zeke had a fumble lost as well in this game, but they only gave Zeke the ball twelve times for fifty-four yards, and most of that was in the first quarter. Mm. And so um, he had what ten rushes in the first quarter? Yeah, probably. Um, so in the fourth quarter, Cowboys did come back twenty-four to eight. We had a chance to win at the end with a one. I think it was was it one sack kick? No, it was nah, a hail mary. Yeah. It was a hail mary. Yeah, but. Um, we weren't going to win anyway. It was 49-38. That's when they did the reverse to OBJ, ran the ball in for a touchdown. Nobody even Covered. remotely thought it would happen for some re- inexplicable reason. You see OBJ running in the backfield, wonder what's going to happen there. He's uh, getting the ball. Yep. Um, so it was just one of those, right then is when we saw, like, okay, our suspicion is confirmed that this team is not as good as we thought they were, especially coaching-wise. Mm-hmm. And they're just putting the players into bad areas to succeed yes now at this point tyron smith had been has been has been confirmed that he is out for the rest of the yes. season so you lose tyron smith you, you lose Leo, Leo collins you lose blake jarwin so you're down three great players at this point so it's like okay and frederick retired early on the, before so now the we're at joe we have joe looney who's a great oh, yeah. center. i love joe looney joe awesome. looney's a good center so uh, that there was really no concern there no uh, the, the only thing I think you could concern was the the calls. Yep. That how good he is he at calls. Right. Travis Which, Frederick was a pro at this. Yes, he was. Uh, so, you know, the, that was really the only concern. But we thought he could translate over because he already started the season. So yes. it's like, okay, we're fine. Yep. So, you know, all things given, it was like, okay, you're losing your top. You lose top two offensive linemen, mm-hmm. uh, or two of your top three offensive linemen. Yep. Um, there's a lot of concern. You you know you lose your tight end, but you know Schultz is stepping up, so it's like okay. Yeah. You do have a rookie wide receiver and a new head coach, but it's more, nobody was really focusing on the injuries at this point. I mean, yeah. they were concerned, yeah, but it was more okay. The coaching staff is terrible. Yeah, the the defensive scheme makes no, no sense. sense, leaving gaps just wide, wide open. open. Like, it was like, I mean, it the, the, it was the, the, there. You got guys just staring in the backfield, which guys have. Guys who don't do that are doing yes. it now, so it's like, w- w- what what the crap? Yeah. Um. 
and there's just a lot of, and then offensively they can't. They're they're so inconsistent. It's not even funny. It's I mean, like I said, yeah. they hand the ball off to Zeke. One drive would be he'd have ten carries. Yeah, and then it would be eighteen straight passes from Dak Prescott. Yes. on on no reason, nothing. Yeah, and, and they play action, but again, it's like. Why you play action if you're not going to run the ball? Right. It, the linebacker is just going to be like, "All right, he's faking it. I'm going back." It's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they it was a, it was a it was a given. Yep. Um. So there was a lot of concern right here yes. of of the, the, this team's this team is going to this team is faltering and it's going to falter more. Yep. There is. I mean, they it's like okay, can you come up on a game a stretch of games where it's like. Okay, let's get our momentum back, mm-hmm. and then the Giants game comes up. This yes. is a infamous game in Cowboy for the Cowboys right now. Yes, it is. Uh, this was the first game to where you know you could feel like we could get a momentum because we had the Giants, we had the Cardinals up next. Cardinals were doing well, but you, again, you could still beat that team. Then you had the Washington, um, and then the Washington football team, and then the Eagles, and then the Eagles. So you had a really good run that you could really get you get some momentum. Three out of four wins, easy. Right, and so we Re- go to the Giants. Redeem your season at fifty-fifty. Yep. Giants come to the Cowboys, and early in the first, first quarter, they're up 14-3 to already. And it was like, oh, no. Giants hadn't won a game yet at this point in the season. Yes. And so you're like, oh, no. What in the world? And so This se- just proved everything. Yes. And so second quarter, Cowboys came back 21-6 to in the second quarter, but it was still 24-20 to um, 20 at this point in the halftime. Mm-hmm. And so we're up 24-20, but still, this team has not won a game, and we're – Two and three, and so, um, well, one and three at this point. Well, yeah, one and three. One and, three. and so then, Cowboys third quarter, we score a touchdown, seven to three. You know, and so, but fourth quarter, Giants scored eleven, we scored six, um, and two. It was two field goals, and we were able to win the game. But the big moment in this game was what quarter was it again? Beginning of the fourth. Beginning of the fourth, Dak did a read option. Took the ball, was running out to the left, and that's when the Giants player came up, rolled him, rolled his. You kind of saw him tackle him at the legs, like you're supposed to. Actually, went up high. Yeah, he did. Well, yeah, he started to go up high, and then he came down, down. brought him down, and he fell on top of his ankles. And when you see him, and then Dak like was sitting on the ground, and then he pointed, and his leg was like his whole. His so his foot was foot pointing, was the, pointing wrong direction. the wrong direction, and how he had his leg pointed, it looked even worse. Yeah, and so it, 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 it looked it, like the it was the grossest horseshoe you could ever imagine. Yes, and it so was, we were it like, was not oh good. no, right then, and we were like, uh oh, what's this is not good. Dak Prescott was diagnosed Dak Pres- with yeah. a, a right compound fracture of his of his ankle and leg. Yeah. Uh, which, if you don't know what compound means, which means the bone is the bone is protruding outside. Yep. And I'm starting to lose my lunch. <laughs> and so the Cowboys, they this game though they did have Zeke run the ball a, a good amount, but most of it was when Dalton came in. Mm. It was 20 rushes, 91 yards, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did do it, have a good game. Pollard also had a good game, six rushes, 30 yards. But Dalton came in, went nine for 11, 111 yards, hit the big throw to Gallup. To get us in the field goal range to win the game, we won thirty-seven, thirty-four. Right, and so you had that hope that you know Andy Dalton. That's why we got him here. He can run this offense to a extent, ex- extent, and to be able to continue to keep us in the playoffs. Right. When 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 you see and at this point you've seen what the Giants and the in the Redskins and the Eagles were all doing. They were all losing with us, so it's yes. not like we were getting smoked in our division. No. They were sucking too. Yes. I think at this point we were still the number one in our division. Yeah. Um, especially after this game, I think we were number one in the division. Yeah. Um, so it's like okay, we're number one in the division. We're two and three. 
Yep. You know, we lose our our quarterback, which uh, it was it was uh, oh god, it was bad. Yeah, but but yeah, Andy Dalton's here. He is a starting quarterback. He's a veteran quarterback. Maybe just maybe, yep. Andy Dalton could be our savior. Yep. You know, maybe he's our Tom Brady. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. He, he's our Tom Brady to 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 Dexter Bloodsaw. I mean, th- th- that's kind of the hope now you have, mm-hmm. especially what he did in the Giants game, coming back and winning it. Yes. You know, he didn't score a touchdown. No. But, but it was he did enough, especially in the situation he was presented. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, let's go. Yep. And then the next game was a Monday night game against the Cardinals. Um, and we got smoked, thirty-eight. This to 10. wasn't a game. This wasn't a game. And in the first quarter, it was zero-zero. That's that's the crazy thing. And so you see, it was first quarter zero-zero. Second quarter is twenty-one to three Cardinals. Third quarter seven nothing. Fourth quarter ten to seven Cardinals. Cardinals won every quarter outside of the first. Yeah. And you you look at the stats and then you're like, well, what went, what went wrong in this game? Well, Zeke did have two fumbles in this game. This is when you started to notice he did have a little bit of a fumbling problem at this point. Yeah. Uh, he he had he I believe he had uh, two against the the Falcons. Yes. Which uh, who, one was recovered? I think. One yeah. Wasn't. He he lost one fumble against the, the Falcons, which was, um, what's his name? Was uh, a linebacker? Deion Jones. No, the other one. He's uh, got a funny name. Oh yeah. Not Okariki. He plays for the Colts. I remember Okaru. Uh, I know you're talking about Okaru. Uh, yeah, it, it was. Okora. It was something like that. Yeah. It's rather than O. Yeah. That. I think his name's Brian. Okay. Yeah, um, I know you're talking about. Um, he had a fumble. He had a fumble in that game yeah. that was lost. He lost a fumble in the Seahawks game. Lost a fumble in the Browns game. He lost a fumble in the Browns game. Which is like, it's like, okay, but with the amount of carry Zeke was getting, yeah. it's like, it's almost like I have no opportunity. I have to do is, I have to break a 30, I have to break a 40 yeah. yard run. Show the coaches that I can kick the ball and please give me more carries kind of right. thing. And, and he's and, he, and it was he was trying to play hero ball or yep. trying to do too much with the ball at, the, at this point. Now in the Cardinals game, now he's trying to play hero ball. Yes, and, and it just it fell it, apart. It, and it fell apart. And it was and the worst thing was it was on a Monday night game, national TV spotlight, and you see all these fumbles. And he only gets eleven carries for fifty yards. Dalton throws the ball for fifty four times. Uh, I don't know why. Um, even with Zeke's fumbling problems, yes, he does. He was fumbling, but. Even Tony Pollard only had 10 carries. So, I mean, 21 carries on the day rushing the ball compared mm-hmm. to 54 passes. That's unbelievable. And especially for a quarterback who's coming into a game off of just playing a quarter in the last game. Yeah. And so it was. Still no preseason. Still no preseason. Doesn't know the receivers 100% mm-hmm. as well. And you're throwing them out there to the wolves like that. It was so, it was horrible play calling and horrible execution. Management. Horrible management. Horrible from the head coach, offense coordinator. It was terrible. And then the defense, obviously, was doing what they did best. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> we knew the defense sucked. Yes. Bad. Yep. And so then we move on to the next game, which was at Washington. Hopefully, for the love of God, we can bounce back in this yes. game. Yes. This was Kyle Allen had just taken the job from Dwayne Haskins at this point. Mm. Um, we were 2-4 and four at this point. And we go here against the um, Washington football team, who was 1-4 and four at this point. So we ha- we were technically the better team coming in, and we don't we, know how. Yeah, and we laid an egg in this game. We lost twenty five to three. We scored three points in the first quarter, and nothing after that. <laughs> and so it was a horrendous game. Andy Dalton was nine of 19, 75 yards in the pick. He did get knocked out in the fourth quarter, I think. When we when we meant knocked out, we mean actually yeah, knocked, knocked out. Knocked out. Yeah. 
He was he was not he 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 had a concussion that was very severe and it yes. was he he got he got knocked he got yeah, knocked and then he got out. COVID on top of that which, and then he got COVID yeah. the next the uh, next day uh, and then Ben DiNucci came in went two for three thirty nine yards he actually looked all right so mm-hmm. you were like hey it might be pretty good we'll see what happens um, but again the rushing game at this point uh, Zeke did not have a fumble in this game but he ran the ball only twelve times for forty five yards. Now you see it for the coaches and, that they refuse to give yep. the ball. And this is when you started to see, like, okay, they just literally have given up on the run game whatsoever. They don't care about it. No. You 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 have a guy who's arguably, I mean. And if you look on the other side, Antonio Gibson was 20 rushes, 128 yards, and touchdown against our defense. Yes. And so you can see their team's strategy was to pound the ball on us to win the game. And Cowboys are like, nah, we're good. We're going to give them the game. Yep. And it was just horrible. When and, and 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 the biggest thing I think we can all kind of that you and me can both agree on is, it's not even like they were trying to hide the Zeke yes. thing. They were just it, it was doing it. it was just like no, nah, we don't have it. We don't we don't believe in him. Yep. And this is a guy at the beginning of the season that pound for pound running was the is was a t- was it was him yep. and Henry. Yep. Pound for pound runner, it was him and Henry. Yeah. And then you just seen this. I mean, this was just a slap in the face to the Cowboys' run game. Yes. It was. And so now the Washington football team was ahead of us in the standings at this point. Right. We were 2-5, and five, coming to the Eagles. We didn't have Dalton. We had Ben DiNucci. His first career start. First career start, seventh-round pick. So he, for this this past this in this draft, yes. he was the he was our seventh round pick in this draft. Yep. So it was like it's like oh crap, we have a rookie quarterback coming in his first start who's a seventh round pick yep, from JMU. It's not even a big school. No, he's playing against the Philadelphia Eagles on primetime. Yes, and so we go there. Ben DiNucci comes in and he throws forty passes in this game, twenty one of 40, 180 yards. That's insane. He was like the two hundred and forty eighth pick in the draft. Yes. And you, and you had him, him throwing forty times in a game that we were actually pretty close in from the so we were up nine to seven at halftime. And then they scored two touchdowns and had eight points third and fourth quarter and both quarters, eight points, eight points. And so you you were up at halftime. You had a good game plan going. Zeke was running nineteen rushes, sixty three yards at that point. Um, I'm pretty sure they didn't really run the ball after that because, as you can see, the scores. Um, and as I remember watching this game at the at the halftime after that, they started just passing the ball all the time. And it's like, it's Ben DiNucci. It's not Dak. It's not the starter. It's they, Ben DiNucci. <laughs> they, it, it, and, it, and it looked, and it seriously looked like, okay, you are so stubborn in your ways of this is how the offense is being played. I don't care who's court. Yep. I don't care who's playing. Yeah. This is my offense. This is the way we're running it. And it wasn't pro player. It was mm-hmm. pro me. Yep. It was pro coach. It was, uh, this is my offense. It was, let me show me off. Yes. That's what the offense was. Right. With the guys who, with a guy who yep. physically couldn't. As offensive coordinators, running the football, it's not sexy. It's not like, ooh, look at this. We can run the ball. It's like, eh, you know, everybody can technically run the ball. But. A lot of people like to be cool with their pass concepts, yeah. with their how they throw the ball. Their everybody wants to be pass. Andy Reid. Everybody wants to be Andy Reid, but not everybody's Andy Reid. And the team is not built like Andy Reid's team. Right. Andy Reid's team's got speedsters and a elite quarterback. We don't have an elite quarterback. We have Ben Nucci, <laughs> and we have Ben Nucci. And so you're, they they in in this game, it really made it look like you were trying to take a rookie Ben Nucci and make him Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And it was just, and I'm being hard. honest. This is actually how it looked. Go back and watch yes. this game. You were trying to make a guy who is a seventh round pick, mm-hmm. 
trying to make him look like he's freaking Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And you're making Ezekiel Elliott look like he's nobody. Yeah. Every here, do me a favor. When Aaron Rodgers was a quarter was it was a quarterback before yeah. uh, when when Mike McCarthy was there, name a running back. Hey, Lacey. Can you name another one? My point. Yeah. Yep. You had you had one running back and he just and he got because he broke everything. Yep. Because Aaron Rodgers and he drafted Aaron Jones but never started him. <laughs> yeah, he drafted Aaron Jones and didn't play him. Yep. <laughs> When uh, what's his face got there? Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> That's the point. He, Mike McCarthy hates running backs. He does, and 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 it shows. Yep. Uh, and then you have Kellen Moore. Who's, and the worst thing was when he came in the opening press conference. Yeah. He was talking about we're going to run the offense through Zeke. Back we're going to be a power run. Back to expectations. We had expectations that he was going to run the ball. He was going to play the type of offense that we wanted to see with Jason Garrett. Run the ball. Do play action just like we did in that thirteen and three season, mm-hmm. where we played conservative football and ran the clock, ran the clock, kept our defense rested and off the field. Right. Yes, our defense is better now than we were then, but at the same time, that's good football. That's how you're supposed to play. Right. If you think we are crazy, you can go ask the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, go ask the Titans. Go ask the Bills. Go ask the Chiefs. Even though the Chiefs do score quick, they still manage the game well as far as passing they'll throw short passes kind of to slow the game down instead of running the ball they throw short passes because they're just like that but <laughs> right, but they, they have kelsey and they yeah. have tyreek they've got look at there. green bay they run the ball a lot had to run ran it with aj Dillon, ran it with aaron jones these people then they had um look at the saints they run the ball really well with kamara latavius murray Taysom hill they might run it different ways but as, they run the football right as, the as the raiders with josh jacobs yep. i mean there's a lot of expect i mean there's a lot of things and look with, at all great defenses this year the saints run the ball mm-hmm. then you look at the bills they run the ball packers run the ball mm-hmm. you know you look at these teams and it, we're not crazy here <laughs> like, this it's is simple stuff. this is simple stuff football is not Super complicated if you play it the right way. Look at the Ravens. Great defense. They run the ball. Mm -hmm. Browns run the ball. They don't have a great defense, but they run the ball to keep their defense off the field, and that's how we should play. Right. Um, Plus, it puts pressure on the the opposing offense to, okay, we, we don't have enough time. We need to score quick. Yes. So and also it puts pressure on their defense because their defense is getting pounded down the middle by a Zeke, somebody who can physically punish you. Right. And then you put in Pollard or somebody to hit one outside, hit a big gain, and then continue to just pound it down their throat. Yeah. And then you play action off of it. Then all of a sudden the defense is like, oh shoot! And then they gotta and retreat got, back. And, you got and then CD, you got people wide you open. You got CD Lamb, you got Galvin Cooper, thirty yards on the field before they even recognize. Oh yep. God. Yeah, and so and, and and if you're thinking, like I said, if you think we are crazy, you can go you can go look at Corey Davis, go look at AJ Brown, go look at Ryan Tannehill with yep. the Titans, go look at the offensive line. They lost Taylor Lewan. Yes, and, and they're still still rolling. still rolling. Yep, and you have a guy Derrick Henry. I know Derrick Henry's eight you know eight feet tall and eight hundred pounds. He's yep. just a monster of a he man, is. and he shouldn't be a running back. He should no. be a defensive lineman. I know. But that's the that's how Dallas is. That's how Dallas was built. You can look at Zeke's rookie year. And the 18 season, yep. and see if we play like this, we're so successful. The most successful season we've had from 2000 till now was when we ran the ball. Mm-hmm. We ran the ball in the year with Tony Romo, Marion Barber, Four, uh, in that was not 2007. 2007. We ran the ball in 2014 with Demarco Murray. We ran the ball with Zeke in 2016. Uh-huh. They're our best years. All of them, we went 13 and three or 12 and four, uh-huh. and they we, were a big team. Yep, and made playoff runs mm-hmm. and. That's when you can see how we play, how our team should be playing, and we don't do it. And look at our the Cowboys historically. Mm-hmm. If you look at them when they were successful in the 70s. Two names. 
two there's, names. There's two names. Yep. It, Tony Dorsett. Yep. Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith. Yep. Now, and you can say, well, I mean, that's a different time of football. That was Emmett Smith was playing with Joe Joe Montana and Brett Favre. Yes. Steve Young. Yep. You're playing in that era. Jim Kelly and the K gun oh. and the K gun offense. Yep. This, it's not. It wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't. And so, you, it's just historically. Look at teams historically. Like look at the Steelers historically. They run the ball. Franco Harris. Franco Harris. You have yeah, Willie Bettis. Parker when he was there. Willie. And so, this team. These teams. Just look at their teams historically and see how they play. If they match how they're playing historically, it's probably going to be a good year. If they don't, they're not going to have a good right. year. Look at the Bills. They're running the ball like Thurman Thomas. They're passing the ball with shotgun quick passing game with the, Josh Allen. The K-Gun offense. The K-Gun offense. And you have your Andre Reid with Stephon Diggs. You have the Andre Reid, yeah. When, when you, when you, even when you look at the perfect example, the Tennessee Titans. When the Tennessee Titans went to the, went to the Super Bowl yep. that one year and played. Eddie George. Eddie George. You had Eddie George and Steve McNair. Yes. He was playing with that play action. You had Kevin Dyson who was there just, yep. and, and he was making Eating plays. Yep. And then you and, and who did they play and who they lose to? The Rams, the Rams. Yep. who had Marshall Falk, Kurt Warner, and the greatest show on turf. Yep. And they but, have a great offense. Look at the Rams now. Sean McVay, they have a great offense. That as ran as, with Todd Gurley. Yep, that ran through Todd Gurley when he was healthy. Right. And so they just look at these teams historically, and if they match up to how they are historically, they will be a great team. Yes. It's just simple. Now, not saying the passing game can't win you a Super Bowl. No. They no, can. Look they at can. Kansas City last year. Look at Kansas City last year. <laughs> look at Joe Montana in, in, in his four championships. Look yes. at Tom Brady in his six. Yeah. They really didn't have a strong Same run game. Same thing with 49ers. Look at, look at yeah. Peyton. Yeah. Peyton never had a strong run game. And yeah. I'm not knocking a die at Edger and James. No, and they were guys. great. They were but, great running. They were really good running backs. But I'm saying. You don't remember they, them. Right. You don't remember okay. them on the team. Yeah. Got a question. Who was on that Super Bowl team as a running back? Was it a die or was it Edger and James? I don't remember. So It was a die. Yeah. But, but who would know that? Yeah, I would, know. When Kurt Warner, yeah, and everyone, everyone remembers the Rams, yeah. When he went to the Super Bowl, yeah, that was a pass-heavy team was. with Fitzgerald and Anquan. Yeah, who was who? And, and when when the yeah. Cardinals went to the Super Bowl, who was a running back? I think it was Edgerton James. It was. It yeah. was James. Yeah. He he went to the he he had went to the Cardinals yeah. and he ran well for them too. Yeah, it was just you yeah. don't remember him because no because they because they passed the ball. Yeah. So I'm saying you can have teams that pass the ball, but you have to also be built the way to do it. Yes. And you cannot be built the way with freaking Ben DiNucci. Yeah. And a lot of the quarterbacks we're naming, mm-hmm. Hall of Famer, 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 Ben DiNucci. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's simple. <laughs> and I'm saying Pat, I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is a Hall of Famer, but he's on no. the right track. He is. Um, so. Yeah. And then the next game, we started Garrett Gilbert against the Steelers, who were undefeated at this point, 7-0. and um, And we played extremely well in this game. i tell you what, Garrett Gilbert seen what DiNucci did in the last game and said, I'm going to pass this ball like 35 times. Yeah. Screw it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that he, he he said what do, he honestly I think he really looked in the camera looked in the mirror and said I'm gonna have to pass the ball 35 times because that's how the offense is built. Yeah. I have no expectation in this game. Everyone's already counting me out to lose. Let me just go Let screw go. the Pit- Pittsburgh yep. Steelers. Right and he up. almost did it. He, and, and, and I will give him credit beyond belief. He Danucci, played phenomenal. Danucci should have played that way. Yes. Just screw it. Yeah, let me go. Let me go. Yep. Because he played. He looked like he played scared. He looked yeah. like he was trying to like okay, let me not screw up. Yeah. Versus Garrett Gilbert said. Yep, I'm screw, going all out. Yeah, screw it. <laughs> yep. Um, well, you know, honestly, what do I have to lose? Yep, he went 21 to 38, 243 touchdown to pick, and again the rushing game. Zeke only 18 carries, 51 yards. He was getting balled up a good amount, but Pollard nine rushes, 57 yards. 
you run the hot hand. If Pollard's running really well against this defense, because he's a lot faster to be able to get Gar- out of the edge. G- G- Garrett did this no? with, do you remember the, uh, what's it, 20, 2018? It was 2018. Uh, remember Zeke? Zeke was having a bad day against Washington. Oh, yeah. And then he put Alfred Morris and Alfred Morris just, yeah, just ran, ran over through them. Him. Yeah, it was. And, he had and, that and, hatred. <laughs> yeah, and, and and he and he really he put kept Alfred, it going. He put Alfred. Yep. He, he he didn't put Alfred as a starter, but he kind no. of he was starting to split carries. Yep. And that's what he we adapted have done. to it. And, yep. and he and and, and this, like I said, Mike McCarthy refusing to do it. Yeah, this is my system. This is my team. This is how I'm running it. Yeah. And and it, and it cost us in this game. And, oh, it especially cost us. at the end of the game because the end of the game we had the lead. We were at um, it was like. 19 to 20 like i was hold on it was 19 to 17 yeah 19 to 17 that was it right before they scored the touchdown at the end and we just were pass 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 and then we hit punt it and then they it's got like, the oh my ball. god zeke didn't even get carried i know and then big ben was just boom 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 touchdown because big ben at that point was hot and he this game did come down to a hail mary from yes it did and from Gil- garrett gilbert and yep. he dang near completed <laughs> it. he almost did he almost completed yep. it so it was like oh my god this guy almost beat them and then you the see the bye week coming up and you're like oh well maybe garrett gilbert might take over andy dalton's spot because garrett gilbert went up against the undefeated steelers at this point they had no flaws as far as just looking you saw the flaws but they're winning they're winning so eh, who cares um you, if you can't run the ball eh, who cares you're winning and so same thing with us if we were winning with this formula for some reason probably a lot of people would be like meh but at the same time you have to play the way that we play and we weren't doing it at this time and we lost and so and this is their, now they're coming off their fourth straight loss yes and then we go into the bye week, four straight losses, and we're, now we're looking down Minnesota, who right now at week eleven is trying to look for a playoff spot. Um, and, we, and it's like, oh crap, they're looking for a playoff spot. We're we should probably tank yep. and just get like the number four pick. We were actually in in contention for the number three, two, yeah, two, three, two or three, yeah. So at this point, so it's just like, oh crap, tank. Just you want you want yeah. tank? Just pull Zeke out. T- tell him he's got an injury for the rest of the season. Let's call it a day. Yep. Just don't get him hurt. Yeah. Um, and then and then we beat Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, and we come out there. We played well. This game, we got back to our formula. Andy Dalton started. They said he 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 he's the yes. rifle guy. Uh, and and Gilbert yep. Gilbert Bet- Danucci rode the bench the rest of the time, yep. which was sad. I like Gary Gilbert, but he brought a more swagger, I guess, to the team. Um, he, he did exactly what I said. Screw it. Yep. What do I have to lose? Yep. And that's the best best way to play. That is. And so Andy Dalton was twenty two of thirty two, two three, two or three, three touchdowns. But the big thing was Zeke twenty one carries, hundred three yards. Pollard five carries, sixty yards, touchdown. So combined, there were twenty six carries, one hundred sixty three yards, and touchdown. And that's how we play the game. That's how we should have over 150 yards of rushing every game. Yes. Between however many running backs you want to put in there, I don't give a rip. As long as we have over 150 rushing yards, we should be fine. Yes. And that's what we did. We won the game. We out Minnesota, what Minnesota normally does as far as running Dalvin Cook, play action with Kirk Cousins. And they went away from that. Dalvin Cook did have a big game, but at the same time, Kirk Cousins threw the ball more than what he normally does. And so the Cowboys finally got back to that mentality of let's run the football so you're like oh they might have fixed some stuff you know hey we got a win here three and seven we're still in the division <laughs> somehow somehow and so we were like a game and a half back i think 
at this point. This division sucks that bad. Yes. And so we got the Washington football team up next. We can split them, split with them because we lost to them earlier. We can split with them. They have Alex Smith, who's playing. and Thanksgiving game. Yep, Thanksgiving game. Big primetime game, you know. You know, this is time to flex our muscles, you know. And we come out there and absolutely get destroyed, 41-16. to 16. And we were actually in the game at halftime. We were down 17-13. And then at the end of the third, we were actually still in the game, 20-16. And then Dalton fell apart. Dalton fell apart. Fourth quarter was twenty-one points, unanswered for the football team. Um, and Dalton was one touchdown, one pick, two hundred fifteen yards, thirty-five passes, rushing the ball. Zeke ten carries, thirty-two yards. Yeah. Pollard four carries, twelve yards. They didn't get the ball. No, they refused. Total all people who touched the ball to run eighteen carries. Whole day. Right. And that shows how we lose. Zeke did have a fumble in this game. But you're cold. You're cold. You're not playing. And you listen to the guys on commentary, or, or, or guys, yep. guys who talk about this stuff, and they, and they, say, and they say, oh, Zeke's just, Zeke's just falling apart. He's not a leader yep. anymore. Yada, 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 yada. Do you remember in 17? Yeah. Des Bryant had, had, like a, had his record number for him, yeah. a record number of drops. I was like, what the crap is wrong with Des? Yeah. But then you look at his targets. His targets went, went down, down like a third. They were a fourth. Yep. It was like what the crap. Yep. It was it was it was like well maybe he's dropping it because they're not throwing him the ball and yep. that was on Dak. Yep. And, and that was your Beasley had his yeah, amazing, amazing season, year. which was fine. Beasley, it, was it, 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 it was fine. Yeah, right, but it's like crap. Dez is the X factor. Dez is our playmaker. Yep. Shouldn't we be trying to get him the ball more? Yeah. And that's and Des had a big couple of big blow ups, but yeah. it, I think it was more well. I think it was well deserved because yeah. you know when you have a blow up like that, it's it's sometimes warranted. Yeah. Why am I not getting my touches? And I credit Zeke a lot. He didn't have it blow up. No, he just sat on the bench and said, you know, you don't want to play me, don't play me. I'm yeah. Getting, I'm still getting paid. Yep. And 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 truthfully, I'm not a I'm not a fan of guys just going, man. I don't I don't care. I'm getting paid. Yeah. I'm, I don't want the attitude. But in this case. I don't blame him. Yeah, because good. they refused. Because you had a coach in Garrett. And I never thought I'd say this. I want Garrett back, but <laughs> you had a coach that actually at least gave him the carries. Yeah, was it the carries that you and me still wanted? Sometimes no. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes yes. Yeah, it was 50-50 depending on the week. Yep. But at least he gave him twenty carries a game. Yep. This guy's just not. They barely gave him ten. Yeah. This game they barely gave him ten. And if you look at Washington, their formula of victory, they had overall thirty six rushes, one hundred and eighty two yards, three touchdowns, yep. rushing the football. And it's just one of the same. And also the same thing with Washington. When they have a successful football team, they run the ball. Oh yeah, who's that John Riggins guy? Yeah, who's that John Riggins guy? You know. And so you look at these teams, and then same thing. Next up, Ravens, another great running team. Not even a question. Not even a question how great running game they are historically. Plus with Jamal Lewis, and now they got. These crazy we got Ray Rice, and when they went to the Super Bowl, who was a really good running back, even though off yes. field, yes, but really good running back on the field, he was a good running back. Yeah, and so and then you have the Ravens. This game, they ran the ball thirty-seven times, two hundred and ninety-four yards, and two touchdowns. That's amazing, and that's yep. how you run the football. And Lamar only had seventeen passes. When you look at us, Dalton had forty-eight passes. Yep, two touchdowns and pick. Zeke had 18 rushes, 77 yards. Pollard, 8 for 22. Overall, for our rushing, we had 28 rushes, 111 yards. <laughs> and it's one of those things. 28, yes, that's more than normal. But at the same time, we passed the ball 48 times. So we had the ball more than what we normally do. And we had more plays than we normally do. 
and we still passed the ball half, pretty much almost half of yeah. what we normally do. Yeah. So. It, it, it was it was more or less that he was like, it, it, it was more or less that he, he was sitting on the sideline going, ah, right now, pass plays, let's just run the ball. Yeah. I mean, that, that's how it looked. It was like, oh, crap. Yeah. It, it's almost like he, he looks at the team we're facing and goes, okay, what's their formula of success? And let's copy it. Yep. And let's see if we can beat them, beat them by their own way. It's like, what the crap know, kind no. of call is that? Yes. Yep. Oh, it was just it was just terrible. It was horrible. So then we're four and we're three and nine, going to the Bengals, who are two and ten and one. This is Burrow got hurt the week before, I think. He been uh, or he, maybe two weeks before. Yeah, he been hurt for a couple weeks. Yeah. So Bengals Burrow's out. Yeah. So we're going to the Bengals. Brandon Allen starting for them. They played. Horrible. <laughs> the Bengals got destroyed. Our defense showed up out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> out of nowhere, and we win thirty to seven. Dalton, look at the numbers. Dalton, twenty three passes, two touchdowns. Low passing, scored touchdowns. Zeke, though, still twelve carries, forty eight yards. But Pollard, eleven carries, thirty nine. CD one for fifteen. So overall, twenty five carries, hundred and one yards. But they're still not giving the ball to him. But they got the victory. So hey, they rode the defense. Uh, Alden Smith had that touchdown on this game. And so you see, okay, we're getting some momentum. We're in the playoffs still somehow. We're possibility of winning the division. <laughs> somehow. It sucks that bad. Yep, so we're 4-9 at this point. We go versus the uh, 49ers without anybody. <laughs> Pretty much the 39ers. Yep, and we almost lost this game. 41-33 to we won this game. Dalton was 19-33, 209 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. But, again, rushing. Tony Pollard, 12 rushes, 69 yards, two touchdowns. No Zeke, Zeke was in this game. Zeke, Zeke had pulled his. Zeke had pulled his calf, so he was out. But still, Pollard was running the ball extremely well in this game. But yet they didn't give him the ball. But when he was receiving the ball, he had six rushes, 63 yards. So, But that's the back he is. He's more receiving back than running back. Yes, he is. And But at the same time, you still need that running presence against yes, a I team agree. like this. And so the Cowboys did win this game, though. They moved on to the Eagles, who were 5-9. and nine. They're... Uh, Three ten, I mean four, nine one, and so you go up against the Eagles. We dominated them, thirty-seven to seventeen. Um, Jalen Hurts though, they were up fourteen to three right off the bat on us, and then we made a comeback. Yeah. Um, and in this game, Don't know how I know, but Zeke played extremely well in this game. This was the best as far as freshest, I guess you would say. Um, just how fresh he was playing. Because you know, obviously, as you have you have as you as you have heard through as we're going through, he's getting like ten carries, twelve carries, ten carries. So I mean, eventually, and then has a rest week. So I mean, he's gonna yep. be pretty rested. And so he had nineteen rushes, one hundred and five yards, played extremely well, had that burst, um, and just destroyed this team. Uh, Trayvon, D- I mean, uh, yeah, Trayvon Diggs had an interception in this game, and through these past few weeks, Trayvon Diggs started to really grow, really improve play extremely well. I think it was right after the Washington game is when everything started to improve for him. Yeah. And he was playing phenomenal down the stretch. Then we versed the Giants the last game of the year. There is a playoff possibility here. There is a playoff possibility here. If we win, then the Washington loses, then we're in. I'm glad we didn't win this game now because what controversy would have happened would have been... Have been We've been screaming. Yes. But this game, we lost this game because... As you see throughout the entire year, as we have formulated throughout the entire year, as we have shown the entire year, Zeke, 14 carries, 42 yards, touchdown, Pollard, 5 for 15. Andy Dalton, 29 to 47, 243 in a pick. 
47 passes compared to 27 rushes. Again, same number as the other games that we've been saying. Yep. It's been pretty much a 20-play difference Yes. in their play calling. And you can see that right now... Mike McCarthy is just like I don't care about the run game. <laughs> no, and the, the the run game is a he is he, he gave it a middle finger yep. basically today. And then this is when the coaching compounded, and he did horrible things with uh, going for it on fourth down when we should have kicked an easy field goal. Yep, challenges, challenges did not challenge a play that was easily reversible, and he saw it. And they didn't one like they ran up to the clock. They had forty seconds to call the throw the challenge flag. He was too lazy to do it, and so. And it was just... And then the two-point conversion that was never called. Yes, then the two-point conversion. He, so, he, he, he didn't go for it. He went no. for a, an extra point, which screwed us yes. completely. And I mean, it, it, ultimately, it, it, that was the beginning of the end. Yes, it was. And so you looked at all these things throughout this year, and you just see coaching mistake after coaching mistake after coaching mistake. I don't see many players that played bad this year. Trevon Diggs had a bad first half of the year. And then he really improved in the yeah. second half. Tony Pollard had a good year, I thought, um, as being that number two running back. And then um, passing, obviously, um, quarterbacks didn't do well. But <laughs> 26 cornerbacks were selected in the 2020 NFL Draft. Yeah. Here's a list of the all cornerbacks who had more than two interceptions this season. Trayvon Diggs. Yep. That's it. In fact, despite missing four games due to injury, Diggs had as many picks as all seven of the cornerbacks who were selected before him combined. Yep. This, I mean, he actually didn't have a bad season. No, he didn't. The guys actually got talent. Yeah. But the question is, okay, if you have a guy who, at a college, talented player. Yes. Just showed you this amazing stat, and he led the Cowboys interceptions. Mm-hmm. A pretty good stat. Why the crap did he suck so bad? Yeah. You have to then assume, like the rest of the defense, it's... Strictly, 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 strictly because of coaching. Yes. So let's talk about the actual stats from the, these guys and actually say, say how they did. Um, well, let's start with uh, uh, Greg DeLeg Zerline, uh, our kicker who we replaced uh, Kai Forbath for. Yep. Um, he played all 16 games, 30, uh, 34 field goals made on 41 attempts, 83% completion percentage. Not bad. No. I mean, could be better, a lot better because yeah. if you got the name the leg. Yeah, <laughs> but he had a couple game winners. He did have a couple onside kick. Yep. Uh, he had the onside kick recovery, so it kind of made up. Yeah, for he's it. a good all around kicker. Yeah, uh, fifty nine was his longest. Um, he was the where he struggled the most was the fifty plus. Mm-hmm. He 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 went three from nine for fifty plus. The he only missed one from forty nine down, which okay. Yeah, so. You know, you the fifty plus ones are the harder ones. So, and I think it's not like one was like a sixty one and a sixty two. So it's like okay, I can kind of I'm fine yeah. with that. And looking also at stats and stuff, the special teams unit was the best unit that we had this year. That's the sad. Thing and that's to say. sad. Um, outside of that one fake punt that was horrendous. Um, punting the ball, we punt it better than our opponents. Um, as far as average wise, distance inside the twenty. Um, kick return yards, we had 300 more kick return yards than the other opponent. Yeah. We did have a kick return touchdown, 
we had better punt return. We were over 100 yards more than punt return um, return yards. Yeah. Uh, so the special teams did a great job. Fielding and fielding. They did have a couple of turnovers. Yep. They got they got back. I don't think we turned the ball over on special teams at all. No. And exclude so, the fake punt. Yeah. And so give John Fossil a lot of credit. Just scrap that one play. Get that yeah. one play out. After that, everything outside else of that, good. they did well. So I'm I'm pleased with John Fossil, and I think they should definitely keep him as a special teams coordinator. Yeah. Um, and then zero line went three for th- thirty three for thirty six on extra points made versus attempted, which is a 92 percent completion percentage. Yep. I'll round up. Punting, we did lose Chris Jones, our, our longtime punter. Mm-hmm. We had to bring in Hunter uh, Weiss, uh, Nice Wander, mm-hmm. which punters are punters. Yeah. Um, he, he he did fine, all things considered. He did. Um, so n- no hate there. And like you said, our our return game was was fine. Uh, C D Lamb did have the return touchdown. Um. Off a kickoff return, hmm. uh, the onside kick return. He had a he had yep. an onside kick return touchdown, which is actually yeah. hard to do. That is hard. To it's do. A, really hard to do. So, um, we had three hundred and ninety five total points, uh, or points scored this season. Uh, that's how many points were scored for the Dallas Cowboys, which is not a lot. No. Um, Zerline did lead the team. Uh, with 135, mm-hmm. um, and then somehow in I don't know how Zeke was second. Yeah, just shows you how good Zeke is. Yeah, yeah. For the comparison on points, the Chiefs had 473 points this year. Yeah, we had yeah. 395. Yep, which is a lot of points. Yeah. Um, our sack leader for the for this season um was Demarcus Lawrence. Of course, uh, he had six and a half sacks, which isn't great, but mm-hmm. the defense scheme just didn't column anybody. Uh, Granny Gregory came on late in the season uh, due to yes. suspension. He had three and a half, which was third in the third third in the team. Safety Donovan Wilson had three and a half as well, uh, and then Alden Smith had five. Those were your sack leaders for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, tackle leaders don't even need to really yeah. speak about this. Xavier Woods was number two. He had seventy two tackles. Yeah, that's not good if you're safety and you're leading the league. <laughs> yeah, Donovan, Donovan Wilson was seventy one. So he had just as many. They're both safeties. Yep. Um, and then uh, number and Donovan one, Wilson was another bright spot for the year as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about our yep. bright spots here yep. in a second. Um, so Xavier Woods and Donovan Wilson were number two and three on the team with tackles, seventy-two mm-hmm. and seventy-one respectively. Jalen Smith was number one, hundred and fifty-four, wow. which actually led the NFC. Yep, and was second in the NFL and no Pro Bowl and not a Pro Bowl player. So yep. screw the NFL. <laughs> yep. Um, interception wise, who was our interception leader? Uh, it's none other than Trayvon Diggs. Yep, I did say this before. He only played twelve games, but led the team in interceptions. Yes, the only other guys to have multiple interceptions was Donovan Wilson and yep. Anthony Brown had two. Yeah, that's the kind of defensive players you one on a team yep build teams around defense to be attacking yes um no defensive touchdowns were scored from interceptions uh forced fumbles who was the fumble who was the fumble maker uh d-law d-law uh demarcus lawrence led the led the team in fumbles uh gregory and donovan wilson each had three yeah. alden smith had a touchdown off of that yep and then recoveries uh alden smith was the number one recover and then uh fumble return touchdowns uh we did have two. One was from yep. Allsmith and one was from Anthony Brown. Yep. So, you know, we had more uh, luck with the yes. uh, defensive touchdown. Yeah. To, uh, we had a good amount of turnovers, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, on the year, they had uh, 13, uh, 16 forced fumbles, and they had 10 interceptions. Yeah, which is more than last year, which yeah. is good. I mean, you had 26, turn- 26 forced turnovers. Yes. They only got 23 of them because of the forced fumbles and fumbles recovered. Mm-hmm. So they had 23, uh, 23 yep. turnovers that counted, 26 possible. Yeah. So, I mean, well done. Two touchdowns off of it that yeah. came strictly from the defense. So, 
Um, and then offensively, uh, receiving-wise, uh, our leader was by far receiving was Amari Cooper. Yes. He should have been. Uh, Amari Cooper, 1,114 yards on 130 targets, five touchdowns. I love yeah. Coop. Oh, yeah. Um, number two, this one's one that shocked me the biggest, yeah. which was C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Uh, 100, uh, I'm sorry, that was 130 targets for yeah, Cooper. I'm yeah. sorry, 92 receptions for Cooper, 100, 1,114 yards and five touchdowns. C.D. Lamb, 74 catches, 935 yards, five touchdowns. Michael Gallup, 59 catches, 80, 843 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so those were your top three receivers. Of course, we said Schultz before yes. was number was number uh, four. four. So with his season. Uh, but with our top three wide receivers, one fumble from C.D. Lamb is the only thing that we had. Yeah, was a turnover was, uh, which is really good. Yeah. Um, before we keep moving, let's, before we move on, Brent, we, you really can't do a bright spot on special teams because really not a no. huge yeah for da- at least for Dallas there wasn't yep. a huge. Uh, you, you see, John Fossil was the, being the uh, coordinator was yeah. really good defensively. Defensively, who who stood out defensively that that made you go, oh my god, uh, yeah. Look, look what he did. Defensively, for me, there was two guys in particular. Um, well, actually, three, really. Um, Trayvon Diggs, like we already said, mm-hmm. I think he really improved throughout the year, did an outstanding job of creating He turnovers. is a rookie. He is. And so you have to take that, you know, no preseason, no training camp. You know, it's kind of, yeah, it takes a little while. Um, but he played it phenomenal. Donovan Wilson, another huge playmaker. Step up. Huge step up. Two picks, three pass deflections, 65 tackles on the year. Had a few forced fumbles. Um, he he was just everywhere, making big tackles, making big plays. He's only 25 years old, mm-hmm. second year in the league. Did a great job. And then also another player who I want to spotlight is Neville Gallimore, the defensive tackle. Yeah, that guy was extremely well. Another rookie. Yep, another rookie. Um, I wanted him in the draft as well, and we got him. So I was really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, last year. Neville Gallimore played an outstanding job. He's a real quick inside guy um, that can make a lot of cause a lot of problems, but also big enough to where he can stop the run. Yeah, and he had 28 tackles, half a sack, um, made a lot of plays where he'd get up into the quarterback, scare him, throw him off a spot, that kind of stuff. Um, so those three guys were definitely the highlights of this year. Um, I'm gonna piggyback off what you said completely. There's four four guys that I think. I, listen, I don't disagree with what you said. There's no, four guys that additional guys that I want to. I'd like to spotlight myself. Yeah. Um, I want to start with Alden Smith. Yes. Coming back from what he did with all of his yep. problems, uh, he is he had what five years off of football. Yeah. Had been in football in five years and, yeah. and came back had a phenomenal. He played season. like he did. It's yes. amazing. Um, I want to spotlight uh, Randy Gregory. Mm-hmm. Still, if he gets through his problems, yep, ha- use Alden Smith and help piggyback yes. off of him. Um, he can be dominant. Yes. Um, Jadobia Wuzier. Mm. You seen our defensive corners when he was not in versus when he was in. He yes. made a lot of plays when he played. He only played eight games because of injury, mm-hmm. but when he played, he you could see there was a definite change in that secondary. Yeah, he played well. And then last. Jalen Smith is a pro bowler. Yeah. You say otherwise, <laughs> go jump bridge. <laughs> go jump bridge. Um, Jalen Smith played phenomenal. Jalen Smith is the, is the captain of this defense, I I think. I yes. think he's the best player on this defense. Definitely. No knock to Sean, D-Law, Van Der Esch, guys mm-hmm. like that. But to me, Jalen Smith, yes. he's the captain of this defense. Yep, he is. Um, Receiving-wise, we talked about the receiving stats. Is there a, a, you know, Receiving-wise, who stood out to you? Uh, who stood out was probably definitely C.D. Lamb. Um, being a rookie coming in, playing as well as he did. 74 catches, 935 yards, five yes. touchdowns. He played a really good job. 
Um, and also Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson was a bright spot for us. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't. They played him a lot in a few games, but then after that, he kind of went away. I don't yeah. really know why. Um, but because he, of injury and COVID, yeah, and stuff COVID like that. Stuff I think he had, like that. had a couple things like yeah. that. But he played really well. Um, he was 17 receptions, 189 yards, two touchdowns. He reminded me a lot of um, Laurent Robinson, mm-hmm. if y'all remember him, um, in like 2014 year where he played. He kind of came out of nowhere, but all of a sudden he played extremely well mm-hmm. in a few games. And so I think he's he's kind of like him. He's definitely a guy that you would want to keep on your roster to be that fourth receiver. And I think he's a really good player. Remember uh, who was the receiver? Uh, Devon Street. Yep. Yep. Devon Street. I, yeah. I, I always liked him. Yeah. Yep. He always liked really him. Um, I, I agree. Schultz. We talk about Schultz. We've talked about yes. Schultz a lot. Schultz. Stepped up, yeah, made Schultz, definitely. You had to remember what was asked of him. He went from the number three tight end to the number one yes. after losing two two tight ends, one being a Hall of Famer. Yep. So for him to step up the way he did with with very very high expectations, mm-hmm. I you know you it's hard to live up to the expectations. I, don't, I wouldn't say he lived up to them, but he did. He from what he my expectations were, yes. he improved a lot. He he really he showed me if we wanted to run a, a two tight end set, we could. Yep. Um. And then, like you said, C.D. Lamb, he was 17th overall pick in this draft, and he proved it. Yes, he did. He, he, he was phenomenal this season. And yeah. No, not to Cooper or Gallup. Uh, Gallup got the short end of the stick this yes, season, uh, and Cooper didn't have the greatest of numbers, but he was still that number one receiver. Yes, and that's why we paid him what we did. Yep. Um, let's about the run game. Yeah, the run oh, game. God, no, go to the passing game. <laughs> Just pass go to the game. passing game. Um, I'm, I didn't really like what I saw from Andy Dalton as far as he's a good backup. He can win you some games. He can't be a season starter, though. He can't be a season starter. Um, But what I did like is Garrett Gilbert, though. Mm-hmm. I did really enjoy watching him. I think we should definitely keep him as a backup because he played really good. And he has that mentality of just go out there and I'm going to play the best that I can do. I don't care. Let me go. And so I really like that mentality of him, and I liked him a lot. I thought we should continue to keep him in there just to see what we got. Like, I mean, you have an eight-game audition. Pretty much yeah. at the bye week, and so I would I would like to see him continue to play. But Garrett Gilbert's one of the guys I think we should definitely keep from this year. Yeah, um, Andy Don with what he was given, I mean, coaching wise, yeah. as well as the position he was put in, I didn't expect more from him yeah. because of him being a previous starter. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, that's all I can say is uh, you know he, what he was given. Towards the end, he got on a nice hot streak after he, he got knocked out and had COVID. He had yep. he went on a nice hot he streak. Did. The last game is the only game he truthfully. I mean, actually, the, the Washington game. Yeah, the Washington game and Thanksgiving. And yeah, then, and then and then this Giants game. I mean, yeah. the, the Ravens game. He that was a, that's a good defense. Yeah. So it's like okay, but the Washington game and the Giants game. But after the Washington game, he got on a hot streak. He did. So it's it's like okay, you know what, Andy, I I can I can live with you, um, and it was. Really, if if they got him on a very very cheap deal, I'd keep him. Yes, but definitely. if they can't, I can move on with him. Just yep. the same. Keep Garrett Gilbert in there. Yep. Um, let's talk about before we move on to the rushing. Let's talk about the offensive line. Yes, offensive line had two guys that I want to spotlight: Joe Looney coming in for Travis Frederick. When everybody else went down. Yeah, when everybody else went down, Joe Looney stayed in there. He was, an he was injured for like a week, I think. Yeah. Came, played phenomenal this year. Just a great job and definitely keep him mm-hmm. um, for next year. Also, the backup center, Tyler Baidez, yeah, rookie. 
out of Wisconsin, really good player. Um, he played a really good job backing up Joe Looney in those few games that he did miss and the few games that they moved Joe Looney to, I think, right guard, I think, uh-huh. at the time when Zach Martin got hurt. And yep. they or when they moved no when they moved Zach Martin to right tackle yeah that's when they put him in there um, but Paides did a great job at center Looney obviously he can play all three guard he can play either guards or center he's yeah. a really flexible guy um, and I would like to see maybe next year without move Connor Williams back move him away and then put like Looney. Baidez, if Baidez can step up at center, keep him at center, put Baidez at center, move Looney to left guard, have Zach Martin at right guard, and then Tyrone and Lael at the ends. at the tackles. And I think that would be the best overall line that you can put out there on the field. The combination you can get. Yes, at the combination, as long as Baidez can continue to improve picking up defensive blitzes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of agree, Tyler Baidez, uh, as a rookie, stepped up when he needed to, being, and then, uh, like, unlike you, uh, when when he was playing, uh, Joe Looney was the face of consistency. Yes, he was. So, uh, but you you get Leo Collins back again, Tyron Smith back again, Zach Martin back. You lose yes. those guys. That's a massive that is hit. Massive. Uh, Connor Connor McGrovin was the or Connor Williams was the 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 main star. Was the was the only consistent we had. Yep. And that was not a great consistent. No. Um. Now moving on to the very 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 last last category <laughs> I could possibly get to. Yep. Uh, rushing. Yep. Um, and I'm and I'm going about to, I'm about to rant here. Um, yeah, I want to go. Let's go, Tony Pollard. Let's yeah. start with Tony. Tony Pollard. He did a great job this year. He really improved from last year. Yeah. As far as being more comfortable in the offense, I guess. Um, he did a good job of receiving the ball. He reminds me a lot of a cheap Kamara kind of sort. Of. Yeah, he's a cheap, he's a poor man's Alvin Kamara. Yep, he is. Um, uh, and so definitely poor man's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Definitely want to keep him. Um, Tony Pollard's done a great job backing up Zeke, that one-two punch of a Zeke kind of downhill, and then Pollard does everything else, kind of sort of the yeah. quick speed outside, the catching ability of Pollard. Um, but Zeke had a good year for what he was given, but I'll let you go into a um, rant. Okay, rant time. Yep. <laughs> I will sit back and listen. Mike McCarthy... I hate you. <laughs> you straight up lied to the Cowboys fans by saying we're going to run Zeke. And if you think I'm actually I'm actually crazy, which I've had that being said before, um, Brent, let me take these numbers and I'll tell you and I'll let you take a guess on what season uh, this was. Um, Two hundred and forty-two yards, nine hundred and eighty-three rushing yards, seven touchdowns. What season was that? This year. No, that's actually the year he got suspended. Oh, wow. Z got suspended with with six-game suspension. 242, 983, seven touchdowns. Would you like to hear this year's stats? Yes, I would, Ben. 15 games, 244 carries. Less carries. And more more carries you... by two yards. Yeah. By two carries. 979. He had four less, less yards, yards on two more carries. And six, six touchdowns. Yep. And he had six more games to do it. Five. Well, five, yeah. Five games. Five extra games. Yep. Mike McCarthy, I hate you. And I do mean hate you. (laughs) Kellen Moore. Guess what? Guess what, buddy? I hate you too. The level of frustration I have for this is is, is overwhelming. Because like we said before, you have two two great running backs uh, of... Of Tony Dorsett and Edmund Smith, two Hall of Famers, two of the all-time greatest running backs to ever step on the football field. Yes. And you have a guy in Ezekiel Elliott who is putting up their numbers 
excluding the suspension season, mm-hmm. which was a BS suspension, by the way. Oh, yeah. You have guys put up them kind of their numbers faster than they were, better than they were. So you have that caliber running back. You have a guy who is a who could be a Hall of Famer by the pace he's on. Yep. Am I wrong at this point? No. So what do you do? You fire Jason Garrett, who has given hit, who's given Zeke Ezekiel Elliott 322, 304, 301. Which did he have a drop in them seasons? Yes. Was it 20 carries? Yes. But the yardage, and the yardage did drop too. The touchdowns, actually, the touchdowns in 19, he had 12 rushing touchdowns, which was awesome. Hmm. But you know, Jason Garrett did 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 wander a little bit, which yep. which was I think that was more or less because of the suspension. Um, so I was like, oh my god, you know, he got 20 less carries. You know, I think they need to give Zeke a couple more carries mm-hmm. every game. You know, two or three carries every yeah. game extra just to get the numbers back up. This dude straight up screwed him out of 70 carries. Yep. I mean, 70, <laughs> 70 carries, Brent. 70, 70, 70. carries. Yep. 70 carries less. Mm. What and, and, and what, what blows my mind is he has 70 carries less with your quarterback going down. Your carry should go up yes. when your quarterback goes down, not the other way around. Yeah. This was a giant middle finger to the Dallas Cowboys, and 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 remember what I said he's he's fumbling more because he's cold. Yes, that's why. And if you say, "Oh my God!" but he had six fumbles, Zeke has had six fumble. He had six fumbles in eighteen and five in sixteen. Yep. So it's not uncommon. Zeke has no. always had a fumbling problem. Yep. The difference was one lost, one lost, one lost, two lost, five. Yep. There's your difference. Yep. It's because. One, the ball also took a bad bounce. It was just a bad yep. season. Plus, nobody else was around him no. to help him get the ball back. Yep. Versus the other years, other guys had helped him get the ball yep. back. So for and and when you're and I look at this, I go, oh my god. Well, you know what? He must have been used more in the pass game. Maybe he was used more yeah, in the pass maybe. game. Maybe. Um, he had 52 carries with or 52 catches, which was third best in his career. <laughs> the past two years, he had 54 and 77. So he yep. wasn't catching the ball more. No. So he wasn't. He ran the ball way less. Yep. Didn't catch the ball as much. So what the crap was the problem? Yep. Refusal to give him the ball. That is strictly what this is. Yep. This is Mike McCarthy being stubborn and saying, "I don't care who he is. He could be Emmett Smith. Yeah. I don't care. He could be better than Emmett Smith. He could be yep. better than Walter Payne. Couldn't care less. This is strictly, strictly, strictly." And that was a complaint from Rodgers. Because yes. he was saying that Mike McCarthy is stubborn in his ways. He doesn't do anything yes. different. He stays yes. the same way every time. And here's and here's what I have a problem with. You also have Kellen Moore, who is a quarterback, who is a quarterback and a quarterback-friendly head coach, uh, offensive coordinator. Yeah. So he's making the calls. He's also saying, let's make it quarterback-friendly. You uh, And it's a middle finger to Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Honestly, if Elliott demanded a trade, I could not. I seriously could not blame yeah. him. This is what quarterback friendly means. You run the football and you make it friendly on the quarterback to not have to make all the big decisions. Right. That's quarterback friendly. Kellen Moore is quarterback disfriendly. <laughs> like he is not friendly to the quarterback, right. even though you think he is. He's, he's a, given him stats, but right. at the same that's time, he's where not he's winning quor- games. What, but that's what he thinks yep. is quarterback friendly. Stats. Yep. It's not. It's wins. Yep. I want wins. wins. I want wins. How do we win? We run the football. We play action off of it. We yes. hit deep balls. That's how you do it. It's not hard. No. The world is not this hard. No. It's common sense. Yes. Yeah. 
But I was look. I'm looking at this. and I'm going, Brent. I'm actually about to hit. I'm about. I was. You look at these stats, and I'm. A, I love. You know how I love my run game. Yep. It makes me sick to my stomach that Mike McCarthy still has a job in Dallas. Yes. It makes me sick to my stomach. Kellen Moore got a three-year contract extension. That's even worse. Like, how? <laughs> it makes me sick to my stomach that this that this is this atrocity is happening in Dallas. Yes. A team that has a, a proudly, proudly, proudly yep. shows the shows Emmitt Smith and Tony Dorsett proudly yep. shows them, but middle fingers the run game this year. Yeah. So. For for anybody who says Zeke needs to be traded because he's not worth his contract, no, Mike McCarthy needs to be traded because he's not worth yeah. his contract. Yep. This is not on Elliott. You how you Brent? How do you have two thousand rushing yards? Give him the ball. Give him the freaking <laughs> ball. It's yep. that, It's not even that hard. And when you give him two hundred and forty four attempts. 244 attempts. Yep. You can physically not, unless he's breaking 80 yards every time, yeah. he physically cannot do this. When you have a career low in rushing attempts, mm-hmm. you will have a career low in rushing yards. Yes. It's simple math. And also, when you're running the football, it helps your offensive line. Because your yes. offensive line is out there mauling. They're able to do what they love to do, which is kill the other person in front of them. And it's one of those things that when you stop doing that, now they're just playing, they're backing up. They're doing the part of the offensive line that's not as fun. And so you have offensive linemen who get mad because they're not uh, spotlighted enough because they're they're doing all this work for the quarterback, but yet when their running back runs, that's what they like to do. They want to block for the running back. They They want to hit. Yeah, they want to hit. They want to be pulled out and go get somebody. Because (laughs) here's the thing. Linemen like to push out. Yep. When they have to retreat, yes. it's it's putting pressure on them. It is. That's why Leo Collins goes down. That's why Tyron Smith goes down. A lot down. of injuries why come Zach down. Martin goes down. Because when you're going forward, your body's bringing that momentum. But when you're, you're going... You're pushing them. You're, going, you're not getting pushed. Yeah, you're getting pushed. You're going back. You have a lot of ankle injuries that can happen. Achilles, yep. stuff like that. Yep. Now, you want to hear the sickest stat of the... You want to hear the sick, most sickening stat of them all? Hmm. You want to hear Derrick Henry's? Yeah. From his this season, no. Derrick Henry had 17 rushing touchdowns to Zeke's six. Yeah. He had 2,027 yards to Zeke's nine, whatever. Yeah, Zeke had 244 carries. You want to take a gander at what Mr. Henry had? It's got to be like 350. 378. Wow. 378 times. Yeah, he got the ball. He got the ball. Yeah. Now, in your opinion, mm-hmm. in, in your honest opinion, Derrick Henry, Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. He's definitely in consideration, 100%, in my opinion. MVP race? He could, technically. He's in the, he's in, yeah. he's in the he's MVP in conversation. Yeah. And, and why? Yeah, because they gave him the ball. Because they freaking handed him the ball. He played 16 games. He played one more game. Than and the offensive had. line was hurt, too. They lost Taylor Lewan. Yep. And if you don't know who Taylor Lewan is, go look up who Taylor Lewan yeah, is. He's a beast. He's a, he he actually is crazy. I yeah. believe he actually yeah. has multiple screws yeah. loose. The dude's crazy, but he's a great offensive lineman. Yes, he is. When you lose your captain like that, which Dallas lost a couple captains. Yes. You need to 
be able to fix it, which Dallas could not fix yeah. it. They actually had six linemen at, at on in one game. Yes. God bless that offensive line coach. I know. He 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 was praying nobody went down. I know because he would have been screwed. Yep. And also, young offensive linemen, what do they know to do better to run block? Yes, it's easy. It's thing. easier. It's much easier to do instead of pass blocking against a TJ Watt who gets in the backfield in two seconds. Yes. So you're you're, you're, you're setting you're, yourself up for failure. You're That's telling you a, you're telling a guy who 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 has never had a starting season yeah, to go Brandon block TJ Watt, Leon Steele, right? The Steele guy, Terrence Steele, Terrence Steele, yeah. To 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 block a guy like TJ Watt, yes. Who this year was defensive player of the year, most unlikely. Yes. He, or let's say this, he's top two yeah. behind probably a guy like Aaron Don- him and Aaron Donald. Yeah. Aaron Donald's and always David Howard's up there. He had 10 picks. Yes. I mean, pass rushing wise. Yeah, no, you good. You have, you, and, and this is this is my complaint. Mm-hmm. And I will continue to sing the praises of Elliott from 16 to 19. Yes. Because this year was a proof of my praises. Mm-hmm. The guy is a top two Pound-for-pound pound runner. Now, yeah. if you want to add the passing game, I know he's not the best catcher. No, he's not. And I know guys like McCaffrey That's and Kamara. <laughs> right. And I know guys like Kamara and and and, and, uh, McCaffrey. and McCaffrey are better at the catching yes. game. And I understand that. Now, if you, that's where I break them down. Yeah. You have your, you have your uh, complete, I would say complete running back. Yeah. And then you have your power backs. Yep. When you look at the power backs, you have guys like Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Zeke, Henry, yep. To me, Dalvin Cook, good, good running back. Yes. Nick Chubb, good running back. Jonathan Taylor for the Colts, yes. his, his, as his a rookie, rising, yeah. proved proved he's a good running back. But for me personally, mm-hmm. looking at them guys, if Zeke is getting the carries he should be getting, yeah. they don't compare. The only guy I'll give Derrick Henry a yeah. whole Derrick lot of credit. The only one that he's I'm the like. only one I can truthfully admit that is right now better, and I believe that's strictly because of coaching. Yep. If you gave Zeke seven hundred three hundred seventy eight <laughs> carries. Yeah. I he'd bet be you he'd have two thousand yards. Yep. Because that is the kind of guy Ezekiel Elliott is. Yes. He had 300, 300 That's why we drafted him number four. Four overall. Yep. Overall yep. in the twenty sixteen draft. Yep. Over guys like Jalen Ramsey. Yep. The closest he got to that was three hundred and twenty two carries. One thousand six hundred and thirty one yards, fifteen touchdowns. Dang, the numbers are close to yep. Mr. Derrick Henry's. That was his rookie year. Yep. That was the one year that they actually gave him the ball. <laughs> yep. And like I said, I, I always gave Garrett crap because he didn't get I think I thought he could have gave Zeke more carries. Yeah. But now <laughs> eighteen and nineteen, I think them stats compared compared to the twenty one, and it just it, it, I'm sick. Yeah. I'm actually sick to my stomach. And and I, I will say and I will continue to say this, I'll continue to defend Ezekiel Elliott. If Zeke ever yeah. hears this, I'm I'm a hundred percent behind Ezekiel yep. Elliott in whatever decision he makes. Yeah. If he now, if Dallas trades Zeke, they're retarded. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're retarded. But if yeah. Zeke demands a trade, yeah. I can't. I seriously can sit here and I say I can't blame him. Yeah, I wouldn't blame him. I can't blame him because that's a middle finger to me, my career, and yeah. everything that I've put into this team. Yeah. Now, if Zeke wants to sit back, say I'm taking less carries, less punishment, just as much money. Yeah. Hey, screw it. I don't care. I'm mm-hmm. getting paid. Yeah. And I could, and I honestly could not blame him. Yeah. There's not, a, and, and if if you are a NFL fan, a true NFL fan who actually looks at NFL games, actually looks at this kind of stuff. Yes. A person who is a true fan of the game and knows their stuff knows the game. Yeah. Knows the game. You can agree with me. If you do disagree with me, I'd like to hear why. Yeah. In the comment section down below. In the comment section down below. <laughs> and if you are a, if you are a fair weather cowboy fan or a, uh. 
or got or or cap or a, fo- a, a quote unquote football fan who doesn't. Yeah. Well, who, who no. Who who who, who just goes goes with the nar- goes with the narrative? Yeah, I know the intricacies of the game. Do not leave your comment. No. Because here's the thing. I do know my stuff. <laughs> Brent knows his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we will stop a mud hole. <laughs> <laughs> and then walk it dry. <laughs> Shout out to Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but that's I mean, it, it's and, it, and, and like I said, it's that simple. It's yep. simply numbers. Numbers don't lie, people do. Yes. The numbers to me say Z got seventy less yep. carries. And he substantially dropped in yardage. Yeah. And McCarthy lied. <laughs> and McCarthy's McCarthy a freaking liar. Yep. So, Brent, yeah. how do we fix this? Yes. Here we come. So, we're going to start off with free agency. Now, how to fix the Cowboys through free agency. We're going to talk about the Cowboy players who are going into free agency first. I have a headache. <laughs> <laughs> I really do have a headache. My head hurts. And then we're going to go um, through all, all these free agents, talk about should we sign them, should we keep them, and then also... Um, go into the actual free agent market as far as other teams and see which ones cow- could come to the Cowboys to bring us a better player in that position. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's more or less what we're going to do is, is we're going to say, okay, of the 23 players that we have for free yep. agency, who would we not re-sign and then yep. who would we re-sign? And then who, now to fill them gaps and to fill them spots, who do we pick up in free agency, and then who, and then we'll figure the rest out in the draft. Yep. Um, and that's what we'll be looking at. It's not like we're gonna be, you know, well, it's a deep dive, but it's not like it's gonna be too, yeah. too crazy. We're no. we're just gonna kind of, we'll make it quick. Yep. Um, I think let's start with with the free agency list, guys who are free agents. Um, I'm I'm trying to think how, best way to do this. I, I think we should just go with the uh with the most. Let's just go this way. Uh, let's go first. Antoine Woods. Yeah, I would keep him. Yeah, I agree. Short, Antoine Woods small was a, deal. Yep, yeah, I, I think Antoine Woods was a good player. Uh, I yeah. do think he deserves a a a, a hefty con- not a hefty yes. contract, but a, a good contract. Yeah, I think with him, Noah Gallimore, and Tristan Hill, all yeah. three of those, I think can play extremely well together. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, I I believe I think the best way to go with him is probably a one year, one million dollar contract. I yeah. think that's fair. Yep, I mean, that's he, what he had last year. So yeah. I mean, it's so I think that's I think that's a fair. Yeah, yeah, I think fair. If you want to bump it to a million and a half with yeah. incentives, that's, that's fine. fine. Um, next up is wide receiver Cedric Wilson. Yep, I would keep him. Um, I think he played well. I, I agree. I think he proved enough, especially when he did the trick plays, the passes. Yes. I think he showed he could do that kind of stuff. Yep. So I would be happy keeping him. Um, about the same, about one year, one million dollar yep. contract. Yeah, keep it cheap. Um, defensive end Rondell Carter. Yeah, I didn't know who this was, so no. I, it's an it's a expendable player to yeah, where you he, don't need him. He could, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I would cut him. Yeah. Uh, Noah Brown, wide receiver. Um, he's been on the Cowboys roster for a few years now. He's never proved anything to me. No. Um, and, and for the money, uh, if you if you tell me it's either him or Cedric Wilson, I take Cedric Wilson. So uh, bye bye Noah. Yep. Um, next up is, is safety Xavier Woods. I've always liked Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I would keep him. Um, the only thing is keep the deal uh, short just because of what the different things that I'm thinking of as far as the draft and the of free course. agency. Um, keep the deal small because um, Donovan Wilson did prove that he's a really good mm-hmm. uh, safety, and I think Xavier Woods is a good safety as well. But I like Donovan Wilson's play better as far as just his aggressiveness. Yeah, he's, he's a hard hitter too. Yeah, and so, but I do like Xavier Woods. I think he'll be a good player just as long as you keep the contract short. What would you recommend? Um, for me, what I did, um, he was getting about a million a year, 
in his contract. Um, so I'm going to like three years and then maybe do like two, three million a year for his deal. Like three years, like nine million, something like that. Do like five guaranteed rest of the yeah. Yep. Not a bad contract. No, just kind of keep it cheap. cheap. <laughs> keep it cheap. Yep. Let's go uh, tackle. Um, oh, good. The, the way I wanted to do this, the top three guys I want to talk about was at the top. So that's nice. I'm going backwards. Yeah, we're going backwards. Uh, we're going tackle Greg Sinet. Uh, doesn't matter. Um, just like Rondell Carter, same thing. Yeah, didn't know he was there. Uh, defense tackle Eli Anuka. Same thing. <laughs> Running back Siwo Oluwaniya. Same thing. <laughs> Wide receiver Malik Turner. Same thing. I mean, it's like I said, we'll fly through this list. Yep. Um, uh, quarterback Jordan Lewis. Yeah, this one's interesting one. I do like Jordan Lewis though. There are positive, but there are negatives. Yes, there is. Um, I would keep him on a one million dollar per year deal. Um, I would do one year. Yeah, one year. Keep it short. Um, keep short deal and just see. Just I think he's a good insurance policy for us. Yeah. If Anthony Brown goes out, if Chidobe, he can come in, step up, play well in that slot. Um, but I I don't think he's a world beater as far as no. he's not gonna be great. Um, if they if they want more than a one year one million dollar contract, let him go. Let him go. Yeah. What about million million and a quarter? That's fine. Okay. As long as it gets once it gets two million, no. No, I think if you did a million million guarantee with a half million incentives, I yep. think you can kind of, I think you can, that's fine. You can keep them on your books. Yeah. Um, outside linebacker, uh, Justin Marsh. Yeah, um, I'd keep him. Um, he was a good, um, player for special teams mm-hmm. this year, so I'd keep him just for the same role. Yeah. Um, there was a there was another spot where uh, I believe it was uh, you know, you got you, uh, your linebacker core currently is uh. Francis Bernard, Luke Gifford, Jalen Smith, and Banderush. He was kind of that fourth guy. Yeah, I think. And now you're have. The, I think. Well, we'll keep going. But if there's a hole. He. I think this is the guy that Marsh. Marsh, and Marsh was the guy to step up and fill that hole. Yep. And if they don't, if they don't resign him, it's not the end of the world as far. No. Cornerback uh, C.J. Goodwin. Get rid of. Him. I know. Cornerback Jadobi Awuzie. Keep him. Sign him to a good deal. Yeah, sign him to a good deal. Um, off of his contract, I'm thinking about three years, five million a year, three year, fifteen mil. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a good range for him. Plus incentives, maybe three year, twenty million, or something like that. Fifteen guaranteed. Yeah, like five years, five, five million. Yeah, that's uh, not that's not that's a good contract. No, I think that's a good contract. Keeps both parties happy. Um, I think Cheeto's a really good player, and as long as he continues to stay healthy, I think he'll play phenomenal for us. Um, long snapper LP Linsor. Gotta keep him. He's the man. Um, gotta keep him. Yep. One yep. year deal, probably. Same. Yep. Because um, he is 39. So. 40. 40, wow. Yeah. So, uh, I'm like you, LP. Unless he retires. Yeah. Keep Unless him. he retires, yeah. Definitely. Keep him. If he retires, he's long snapping coach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Joe Thomas, inside linebacker. This one I would really want to keep. Yes. He's a really good um, number four guy on our linebacker crew, and next year probably be number three. Yeah. Um, I think he's a really good player, so yeah. I'll keep him. Um, tight end Blake Bell. I'd keep him. Um, he, he played well. I think he's a good third guy uh, below Dalton Schultz and um, Jarwin. Jarwin. And I think he could do something like what Schultz did if the injury bug did hit us again. I think he could step up like Schultz did. Right. Um, outside linebacker Alden Smith. Keep hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, keep him. I I came up with a deal where it was four years, four million a year. Um, I think that's a fair deal. Four year, sixteen mil. Um, just to keep him around for Would a while. Would you do four year, twenty million with this with a sixteen yeah, with million incentives? Gar- yeah, sixteen million guaranteed. Yep, four that's million fine. incentives. Yep. 
uh, center Joe Looney. Keep, 100%. I love Joe Whatever Looney. he wants, just pay him. <laughs> yeah, whatever he wants, you know, just pay him. Um, I have him a uh, four-year, $5 million a year, and then incentives maybe to so 25. Five, so, yeah. five, five, so five, 25, and then yep. do 20 guaranteed. Yep. Um, tackle Cameron Irving. I keep him at the right price. Um, I think he did all right as far as a tackle. Backup role. Yeah, backup role. Um, so I keep him. What, what about contract-wise? Uh, contract, I was like one year, $2 million at most. Mm-hmm. I think $2 million is a good at most spot. <laughs> at most. Uh, quarterback, Andy Dalton. This one's interesting. Um, for me personally, I would get rid of him. I mean, he probably wants to go somewhere to start or at least be have a better chance to be a starter mm-hmm. as far as or come off the bench. Um, so I think I would let him go uh, but and keep Garrett Gilbert. But it's what if they do keep him, I'm fine with it. Uh, he did all right, especially towards the end of the year. Um, but either way, it's cool. Yep, I I think you keep him on about the same contract, about one, one yeah, year. Three, it would have to be three, the same three three or five. Yep. Um, now this is where we start getting fun. Yes, uh, I'm gonna go defensive end Tyrone Crawford. Tyrone Crawford. It's rumors that he's likely possibly to retire. Um, if he doesn't retire though, I don't. I I would say get rid of him. Um, he's a re- he's been a good player for us, but he's in the back half of his career, and I feel like we can get a player in the draft or a um, player have, have in the free agency. Have Neville or yeah, Neville, Antoine. Yep, Neville, so. Antoine, Tristan Hill, all three of those guys are doing a great job, and I think just keep them in there, and Tyrone Crawford is the odd guy out kind of right. thing. So I think he would probably leave. But with the rumors of him retiring, it's yeah. like the best opportunity. Yeah, it is. And then, and then uh, we're going to go with outside linebacker Sean Lee. Uh, this is an easy retirement. Yes, uh, I think he's going to retire. Hopefully he becomes linebacker coach. I think that would be awesome because yes. you saw what he did against the um, – what team was it? Shoot. Uh, I saw where he was – we were down at one point in uh, the Eagles well, game. The Eagles game. <laughs> well, yeah, that, a lot of – the Eagles game, the last Eagles game that we played. Um, he was in the huddle when they were down 14-3, to and he was firing them all up, getting them all ready. And after that, the defense played phenomenal the rest of the game. And I think – that showed a lot right there that this guy is a good coach, that he can be a definitely a good coach. Yeah, I, I agree with yeah. that. If Mike McCarthy's smart, he would sign him as linebacker coach. So we're not going to sign him as linebacker coach. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's an idiot. Yep. Um, and then the, that's that's 22 of the 23 free agents. The last one is, of course, quarterback Dak Prescott. Yep. This is the interesting one. Yeah, the, um, this is the biggest the biggest question. So what his deal is, is $31 million is the – franchise tag it'll probably be more this year it'll probably be like 33 34 maybe right so and it is a fully guaranteed contract this is a fully guaranteed contract um and it's very interesting to see what's going to happen with this they're talking about there's reports that we're going to be in conversation as far as jerry jones and him with the contract negotiations um but right now his market value on sport track is 37 million um, and if you look at the players that have contracts around this time, uh, around this spot, Carson Wentz, thirty-two million. That's a stupid contract. Don't even think about that. Like as far as that's just dumb to give Carson Wentz thirty-two million. Um, and Dak's better than Carson Wentz, so we can agree with that. You can agree with them. Um, so now Russell Wilson, he's making thirty-five million a year. Do you think Dak's better than Russell? No. Yep. Same thing. So now Deshaun Watson, thirty-nine million. He's not I, even better than Russell Wilson, no. in my opinion. So then you have Patrick Mahomes, obviously forty-five million. You ain't getting forty-five million. I'm no. sorry. Um, so he's gonna have to come under Russell Wilson's contract, 
and maybe a little ahead of Carson Wentz if it's feasible. About Jared, what is Jared Goff getting? Jared Goff, um, he should be around. He should be around there too. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but I think he should be around thirty million dollars. I think is a good general spot for him. Thirty-three at most. I think he should be a given. I don't think he's in the Russell Wilson conversation. Um, so 33 to 30 million, pretty much the franchise tag is what I would give him as a contract. Right. And do you agree with that? Yeah. Like I said, I think he's better than Carson once. I don't think he's Russell Wilson caliber. No. And, but the bad part is you got a guy like Deshaun Watson who got that contract. Yeah. And you know just as well as yep. I do that he's going to go, well, I'm just as good as Deshaun yes. Watson. And that's um, that's the biggest thing that I see coming down the line yes. is he's going to want that $40 million contract. No, I agree. And he's not worth that $40 million. I'm sorry, Dak Prescott fans. Y'all can go off on me on the comment section. But he is not worth $40 million Jared a year. Goff, $33.5 million a year. That's what Jared Goff's getting. Yep. I think he should be 33 That's what most. Aaron Rodgers is getting. Yeah. Yeah. And it, right now, Dak Prescott, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's a ninth ranked quarterback. Yep. And a lot pay. of people, you know, they get mad and everything saying that you shouldn't take less money for yourself and all this stuff. You should get the most money. Well, if you want to win, you take a little less. You take a lot. Oh, who's that? Who's, who's them that? Two, uh, who's them two quarterbacks Tom, that did that? Maybe uh, Tom Brady. I yeah. think. Yeah. But who's the guy who inspired him to do it? Was it the uh, that, that uh, he played with the Colts and the Broncos? Uh, was it that Peyton Manning Peyton guy? Man- I think so. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, Drew Brees did it. Yeah. Um, aren't they like the three greatest quarterbacks to ever throw football? I think so. Yeah. And so you see, when you take away some money, just a little bit. That's our. Be- that's us being sarcastic. Yeah. You're gonna get the money back in uh, endorsement Wins. deals. Wins and endorsement deals. And here's the thing, and and and, and, I, and I go, and you beat me to my punch. Yeah. You have a, you have a, and I agree with you. When you have wins and endorsement deals, and and, and you're in the playoffs, and you're getting that kind of that recognition, um, there is something that comes along with that. And uh, and, 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 and he's a cowboy and, quarterback. And he's a cowboy quarterback. He's getting these endorsements, and you have Jerry Jones, like him or not, who's a marketing genius. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So. He can get you to dang near every con, yeah. every commercial that you want. Yeah. So then, yeah. you want do you want this contract? Do you want you want this yeah. you want this commercial? He does yes, commercials I do, Mr. for Jones. Pepsi. He does commercials yes. for Oeco Sleep Number. He's got three right there without being very successful. In his Campbell's for you. I know Campbell's Chunky Soup. Yeah, man. So <laughs> it's it, it, it's not a. It, there are other positives from just being the just being the highest paid quarterback. Yes. Matt, you'll see that with Patrick Mahomes in the next couple of years that he his team's going to fall apart. Yep. Now, I, I say you you look at these contracts. I'm going to tell you these everyone who's above him. Yep. Carson Wentz 32, Cousins 33, Golf 33 and a half, Rodgers 33 and a half, Roethlisberger 34, Wilson 35, Watson 39, Mahomes 45. Yeah. If if I'm Dak Prescott, he's of course going to ask for 40. 40, just because I'm better than Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Well, sorry, you're, he's overpaid. Yeah. If I'm Jerry, I'm going to offer him Roethlisberger contract. Yeah. 34, above golf, above Wentz, guys in your own class, and yep. you're even above Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You're with Roethlisberger. You're right below Russ. And if they want to go 34 and a half just to make it feel better, that yeah. he's closer to Russ, yep. go 34 and a half. Yep. But I, I'm not going 35 and over. That's enough. If if he did thirty five, you know it's like oh crap yeah. thirty five million yada yada yada. 
We can we we can work with it. Yeah. So, but if he starts going over thirty five in in hitting that 40, 45, 46, no. if he it, 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 I look at him and go, "You are the dumbest man alive." Yep. You not good a, luck getting that contract somewhere else. Yes. <laughs> now, there is a possibility of yeah, where we're, me and Brent go. Yes. Now, like we said in 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 some of these free agents, there are people that need to fill their spots. Yes. How do you fill those spots? Two places. Mm-hmm. Fragency and trades. In the draft. Yep, and draft. Well, and trades. And trades. Th- th- three places. Yeah, three places. <laughs> the third place. <laughs> third place. The unknown. <laughs> yeah, the unknown. The portal. The yeah. portal trades. <laughs> the portal. <laughs> um, and there are some trades that me and Brent um, are proposing and guys that, that, we, we, that you would bring in and sign that we that we really thought about. Um, I think the... I think let's get the big one that you and me have talked about. Let's talk. Let's let's say that one for yeah. the back half. Let's talk about other guys. Who, who, this is not draft. This is Trade. free and seeing trades. Yep. Um, who do you who are you bringing in, Brent? Who do you, who do you think be good group people to bring in? So for free agency, definitely. I feel like where are areas they need to work on. Areas we need to work on is definitely offensive line, and um, probably corner secondary area. Um, definitely just kind of get people in there that are pros that can be backup roles or can be a starter and kind of teach other people. We need teachers on this team. Right. Um, we need those people that have been there, have done what they, what we're striving to do. And so I think J.R. Sweezy from the Cardinals, left guard, would be a great pickup. He could be a cheap option. I'm thinking about two years, $10 million. Um, A good a cheap option that can play left guard, who can – probably start over Connor Williams, honestly, mm-hmm. and play well, can bring that experience. He was on the Seattle Seahawks when they went Super on team. their run. Um, so he's a really good, been around for a long time, done a good job with the Cardinals. I think he would do even better with us because of the run game. I think he's a better run blocker than he is a pass blocker. So, and if we do run the ball. Um, well, that's a good yeah. question. And so I think he'll be a good one. Another one would be Richard Sherman from the 49ers, I think he would be a really good pickup uh, corner. But I w- what I would do is move him to safety um, because I think him at safety with a Donovan Wilson type, Xavier Woods is that third guy um, because Donovan Wilson can bring the hits plus Richard Sherman, a great ball hawk, um, and he could play back there with Trayvon Diggs on one side and then the Shadobia Wouzier, whoever else maybe in the draft that I'm going to get to later. With Anthony Brown. Yeah, with Anthony Brown. So I think that would be a really good secondary that could come together quick, plus Richard Sherman's experience, won the Super Bowl with the uh, Seahawks, been to a Super Bowl with the 49ers, knows how to get it done, can teach. He's been to three Super Bowls in his career. Yes, can teach the guys, the young guys on the outside, how to play, how to play it right, how to do different things, techniques that coaches can teach. But it comes better across when a player can tell you that from experience. Right. And so I think Richard Sherman would be a phenomenal pickup for us to definitely just bridge the uh, – be a kind of a bridge guy for us. Right. To kind of teach us how to play corner at the best possible level we can do it. And so those two guys I think are the best pure pickups that are easily gettable, I think. If right. I'm thinking – because a lot of these players, they're good players – you can get them, but they're going to cost you a lot more money than what you set out for. Because uh, free agency, you know, Albert Hainsworth, uh, a bunch oh of other people. Oh, my God. A lot of people can finesse in the free agents market. Uh, they can. That's true. Yeah, so, and Jerry Jones has done a good job overall uh, throughout the years of being smart in free agency. I think those two guys would be great. Also, get Gerald McCoy back. 
Uh, we never yes. saw him play this year. We released him after he got hurt. I think if get him back, that would sure up the defensive tackle spot with Gerald McCoy, Antoine Woods, uh, Tristan Hill, and Neville Gallimore. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting at defensive tackle. And so, and that's not even talking about the ends. And so, if Randy Gregory stays clean, if Olin Smith stays clean, you got both of them on the outside. Then you got Demarcus Lawrence, Dorrance Armstrong, Bradley Anay can play in there. Um, so you got the defensive line set. You get Richard Sherman back there. You get the young corners to grow. I think that would set our defense up perfectly. And then J.R. Sweezy is a valuable left guard. Puts Connor Williams kind of in the back seat to be a really good, high quality backup for us. Okay, now I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. you, you and and, and I, I'm I'm fine with the Sweezy thing. Yeah. I like the Sweezy mm-hmm. pick. That's a good pickup. The defensive back line. Why Sherman? Why not go with a guy like Justin Simmons, uh, a Kareem Jackson, a uh, not him, uh, <laughs> other friends, uh, Jalen Mills. Uh, Mike Hilton, mm-hmm. Xavier Rhodes, Malik Hooker, uh, Ronald, not Ronald Darby, mm-hmm. uh, Rashad Breland. Mm-hmm. Well, he's being expensive. Yeah. Keanu Neal, uh, Carl Joseph, Anderson uh, Zendejo, bring him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know some of these guys are older, but you do have guys who are could, could be could be a more, probably more affordable than Sherman. Uh, why is the Sherman thing such a big thing for you? Sherman is a big thing for me because of the experience. If you look at all the other guys, Malik Hooker, these people – they're good players, but they're young guys. They're just like everybody else on our team. And I want somebody who can come in there and be experienced and show them how to play. Also, Richard Sherman, you'd think he's a lot of money, but he's actually really not. In the years for the, the uh, 49ers, it was a three-year, $27 million, so it was $9 million a year. That's not bad. No. And so if you sign him for like a one-year, maybe two-year, 18 mil, like that's not bad. And so one year, nine million, two years, 18 mil, same contract, maybe one million more if you really wanted to. I mean, that's not bad, especially considering you're going to have Cheeto out there for three million a year, Trayvon Diggs on his rookie deal. Would you, you got do, a lot of cheap players? Would, if, you, if you're in Dallas and you, and you, and Sherman's a serious consideration, would you offer him a two year, $20 million deal, 15 guaranteed? You could. It's feasible. I mean, you could do that um, with the things that I'm thinking of doing as far as if I was running the team and what I was doing I think that would be a good pickup for us because you can see what he did with the 49ers look at their corners when he went out like those corners were playing like Richard Sherman like I mean they were playing extremely well Jason Ferret and um, the other guy I forget what his name is but he looks identical to Jason (laughs) Ferret I mean so both of them play extremely well uh, Tart on the back end uh, safety he played extremely well when Richard Sherman came in he made Tart really look good and so I think he could do the same thing with the Cowboys defense and make us look much better than what we really are um, as far as defensive back, which I think we're really good defensive back. But with him in there, it's an extra coach on the field. And you have a coach on the field, in games, and who's been there, done that, and I think that would really help him a lot. Now, before we move on to the draft, let's talk about the fix, fixing the coaching problems. Mm-hmm. Um, there are three coaches, two not by our choice, that we that we cannot fix. That, yes. uh, that we actually, ref- uh, uh, not I'd say can't or won't fix. Yeah. Uh, We've said that with special teams coordinator John Fossil. Yes. And we can't fix head coach Mike McCarthy as well as offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. Those yep. guys are staying in Dallas. Yep. Sadly. John Fossil's the only one I'm good. Yep. So, coaching-wise, I mean, Jerry's already said that them guys are safe. So, yep. Mike Nolan's probably gone. Yes. I hope he is. Um, he, he, he did do better later on in the year. 
but I hope that doesn't sway them that way because he, no, don't want him. Um, he did not do well. Um, in my opinion, this is, I would tell everybody how I would do everything as far as the head coach and stuff. How If I was Jerry Jones, that's what I would do. Right. Um, and then I'll tell the defense coordinator if that's cool with you. Yeah. Um, so what I would do is fire everybody except John Fossil. Keep John Fossil and that special team staff. Whatever they did worked well. Um, and then for head coach, I would bring in Robert Sala, the 49ers defensive coordinator, who's close with Richard Sherman, so that would help, obviously, that right. uh, transition and coming in and would recruit. Then offensive coordinator, I would go with Kevin Wilson, the offensive coordinator for Ohio State. You look at them, they ran the ball extremely well. With, yeah, J.K. Uh, Dobbins. Yeah, with J.K. Dobbins, with Trey Sermon this year. He's a really good running uh, coordinator, but also he's a really good at pass concepts. He likes to hit the deep ball off of play actions. That's our, that's what if you've been listening the past hour and fifty minutes, <laughs> that is what that's what we've been preaching. Yes. And so I think he would be a really good offensive coordinator for us. And plus he has the experience in the college ranks and he knows a lot of college players that would be good to transition to the NFL. And then for defensive coordinator, this is where we'll talk about. This is the actual spot that can change. Um, defense coordinator for me, I'm going with Aubrey Pleasant, defense coordinator. He is a cornerback coach for the Rams. He coached um, Troy Hill. He made Troy Hill into what he is today, which is a really good corner. Jalen Ramsey helped him a lot. You got this guy who's been with Wade Phillips, yep. helped Wade Phillips to create that defense when they went to the Super Bowl with Aquid Talib, with Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters. So, and he created Marcus Peters, made him a lot better as a defensive back. Yeah. And so that whole defensive backfield was amazing under him. He pretty much, he was kind of the Chris Richard to the Rod Marinelli of right. what Cowboys fans. Um, so I think he would be a really good top defense coordinating candidate for us. And he would uh, improve our defensive backs, obviously, because that's what we really need improvement on. Right. As far as get Trayvon Diggs, continue to grow, continue to improve. Same thing with Cheeto, because Cheeto's a young player. He's only 25. Right. And so same thing with Anthony Brown, Xavier Woods, Donovan Wilson. Um, if you get a Richard Sherman in there, that'll speed the process up. But with all those players in there, I think he would really grow them up. And then plus, he obviously has worked with Aaron Donald with that uh, team as far as he's a corners coach, but obviously you're still in communication with them. Right. And so I think he would really know by learning from Wade Phillips, learning from Brandon Staley, who are two really good defensive coordinators, to learn how to do the upfront stuff as well as the back end. He knows the back end. He just needs to know the front. And you got Wade Phillips, who's a master at it. Right. And then you also got Brandon Staley, who proved last year that he's a master at it as well. And so I think he's come under really good um, – people and i think he would do a really good job for the cowboys now for for a guy like me who who, who likes to read into some stuff and, and likes to play devil's advocate mm-hmm. why don't you just hire wade phillips and his whole staff wade phillips the only thing with wade phillips is he runs a 3-4 defense and i don't know how that would work with us okay as far as if you run a 3-4 with us you'll have olden smith on the outside and demarcus lawrence on the outside if you you can't drop them so that means you're going to bring in five at all times. Right. And so if you bring in five, then you only have six people in the back end that right. can do anything. And that limits you, especially, let's say they go five wide, you're playing man, you're in cover one all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. it's one of those things. And so, um, and you also have linebackers. you got two linebackers, so if they play cover five, well, shoot, you're screwed. And so you're going to have to call timeout. And that's what that's the only downside with 3-4 defenses. I think with 4-3, uh, Aubrey Pleasant would do a better job with that because uh, uh, Brandon Staley did more of a 4-3 defense with the Rams this year. 
still has a little bit elements of a 3-4, but he's more of a multiple defensive guy, and I think that would help us a lot. Why not bring in Staley? Hmm? Why not bring in Staley? No, he's defense coordinator for them. He's talking about head coaches now. Okay. He's in the coaching can- head coaching candidates. Well, just fired everybody. <laughs> yeah, I know. So no, that's why I'm going to always probably no, He's, uh, he's more a realistic pick. chance. That's a good pick. Because he's never been a defense coordinator, so he'd want to move up to that. And right. That would be good. Good picks. Thank you. Good picks. Now, the last segment, the draft. Yes. The draft. Let's, let's go to the draft. This is where – so free agency in, in the draft is where Brent shines his, his best because <laughs> uh, he is a coach and scout. <laughs> so, Brent, when you're looking at the at the draft picks for the Dallas Cowboys yes. uh, and, and now the, the needs of the Cowboys from what we have uh, determined mm-hmm. – um, you know where where do you where do you go? We have a first round pick, a second round, two thirds, uh, two fourths, a fifth, a sixth, and then two sevenths. Yes. Um, how would you fill in these spots with with draft picks? So for the first round, we're at the ten spot. Um, yes. I'm thinking for me personally, I would move up to the fourth or fifth, trade one of the third round picks and the first that we have, okay. obviously, and uh, move up to get Patrick Sertan, the second corner out of Alabama. Because mm-hmm. you need to put Sertan out of Alabama and Trayvon Diggs on the opposite side. Both of them from Alabama. Both of them play together. And both of them are really good ball hawks. Both of them are – Patrick Sertan Jr. is the closest thing to Jalen Ramsey, I can say, as far as coming out of college. It's a clone. It's watching a clone, pretty much. They're literally Jalen Ramsey, big physical corner who can cover just outstanding job – but he's a lot quieter than what Jalen Ramsey was, and that's what I like about him. He's a quiet, humble guy. He goes out there and does hard work. And so I think those two guys would complement each other perfectly. Um, and then for the second-round pick, um, I would go Trevon Morig, safety out of TCU. It would bring another safety to the back in there. I think he's a really good playmaker, ball hawk. Um, he could play extremely well, really fast guy, and I think he'll be available in the second round, so that's why I'd go with him. Okay. And then third round, obviously we have two picks, but I would trade one of them. Um, so we'd have third round pick would be, I would go with Chaz Surratt, linebacker out of UNC. He'll be around that area. Really good player. He was a quarterback in, uh, in college, and then he transferred to a linebacker. He plays really well at linebacker. I think he'd be a really good special teams guy. Be like right there with Joe Thomas. Him and okay. Joe Thomas be battling. Um, and then fourth round pick, I'd go Jalen Darden, wide receiver out of North Texas. Fast dude, like he is. He can either be Tavon Austin or Tyree Kill, but either one, he'll be speed, right. whatever. So, I think he'll be really good right under Cedric Wilson. Maybe battle, maybe beat Cedric Wilson out. And this but, is more for a spot. punt return spot. Yeah, this is more for a punt return, kick return, stuff like that. Um, and then fourth round as well, the second fourth round pick, I would go Liam uh, Eichenberg. Offensive tackle out of Notre Dame. He proved really well. He played extremely well this year. Um, protected Ian Book well. Played against big teams with Clemson. Played against Alabama. Held up. Yep, held up well. So I'm going with him. In the fourth round, he might be higher after the performances he's put on. But fifth round pick, I go Josh Myers, center out of Ohio State. Really good player. Big guy. Can play all three guard, in either the guards or center position. And then sixth round pick, Ramadre Evans, running back out of Oklahoma. This dude's huge. He's 240 pounds. He he's, reminds me of Eddie Lacy so much. He's a really big physical guy. And I think he'd be a good third running back. Maybe put him in as fullback if Kellen Moore ever uses a fullback. Uh, use Ramadre Stevens as a fullback because he has that running back experience. You can run the ball with him. And you could do a two-back sets, maybe three-back sets. with. You could have a lot of fun with that right. as far as putting him at fullback. And then the seventh-round pick, I'd go James Galiski, a linebacker out of Clemson, the guy who got – 
targeting penalty in the uh, big game of a six foot two forty seven, a little undersized. He might go a little higher, maybe six round pick. But I think with the size concerns, with the targeting concerns, with um, different things like that, I think he will fall. And so I think he'll be a really good pickup for us and a high value pick at seventh round pick. Okay. Now I'm gonna play devil's advocate before. All right, real quick. You said to trade up the pick. Yes. Okay. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Patrick Tan will not be there in the second round. I am not be there at 10. Okay. You have Jacksonville, who's probably going to take Trevor Lawrence. Yep. You got the Jets, who are dumb enough to take uh, Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah, they are. So uh, so then you have the, the Miami Dolphins, who will probably either go with the, the kid out of Oregon, the, the yep. offensive tackle, or they go wide receiver. Uh, I would I would assume they're going to go uh, Devontae Smith. Smith. Yep, that's what I would say. Uh, there's no way they – I think they pass on yeah. him now with the Heisman. Yep. Atlanta Falcons go uh, uh, the quarterback from uh, BYU. They could. It's either that or they'll go corner. That's, right. That's the one that's 50-50. You so you need to go Sertan over yes. and, and keep Matty. Yep. That's what I'm thinking. Why not go O-line, protect him? Well, they could. They Do could you, go with uh, Northwestern, the kid out of Northwestern. But the Falcons are your big concern because I don't see the Bengals go O-line. Eagles yep. go with Jamar Chase. Yeah. Uh, Lions go. Uh, who's the Penn State linebacker? Oh yeah, Micah Parsons. Yes, yeah. I think of Parsons. Panthers. I can see the. Okay, I can see the Panthers yep. doing it. The Panthers are one. Uh, okay, you can see. You can see. I can, I can see the Panthers doing it. But yeah, I can see the Panthers doing it. Yep. Um, and then I see Denver. Denver could do it too. D- Denver could. I bet I see them going more O line than anything. They'll yep. Either way, lock, yep. stand up straight. Yep. So. so the Panthers are. I think the Panthers could be the biggest concern. Yep. I can see the Falcons being dumb enough to do it though. Yep. But the the last thing we want to end, and we will end with this. Mm-hmm. Is there could be a way there could be a way that we get another third round pick? Yep. And this is where Brent and this is the I think this is a pick that Brent kind of is concerned with because there's no guarantee of this. Yes. So building this mock draft is based off of what That's we true. have, not what we could get. Yep. So let's hold that real quick. <laughs> Me and Brent had proposed a trade, and we talked about this before. Yep. Um, I truthfully think the Dallas Cowboys. Will sign should sign Dak Prescott and then immediately trade him. Do yep. a sign and trade. Yep. Um, the one team that to me sticks out the most of quarterback needed, and they have something good to offer, is a certain team up north. Yep. Uh, and that is the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Stafford will be there. He doesn't want to be there. Nope. Um, and then you also have a new GM and a new coach coming in that probably don't might not want Matthew Stafford. Right. They got a high pick, so they might want to get Fields or somebody like that, right. possibly. The the proposed we have is trade Dak Prescott to the Detroit Lions for a third, fourth, and Matt Stafford. Yep. Um, which com- this is a cheaper option. Yes. Of course. You do get a draft pick in return, and you get a third round, a third round pick who could be somebody big. Yep. You could use that to trade up to pa- to get Patrick Sertan. Yep. Which means you're not losing a draft pick. Yep. You're literally just m- moving, moving there. There's pretty much. Right. <laughs> you're getting a cheaper option, and Matt Stafford is a good quarterback. Yes, he is. He is For as many people say that he's not, he's really good. Watch, look at what he's given. Look at what he's given. He's look at his really stats. He's really good. And the time that he did finally have a team around him in 2014, they went to the playoffs and without a pass interference call that was technically a pass interference call against Cowboys, um, they would have won. But, Hang on. Whoa, 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 but whoa, whoa. We would. It was not a... Bruce Carter did not have the pass <laughs> interference call. But it was one of those things that happened. 
Yeah. So I mean, I think this is I think this is the move to make. Yes. Uh, you bring in you bring in Matt Stafford. I think that's the smartest move to make. Yeah. Um. Still got a few years left. Yes, he's from Dallas, Texas. So yep. there's still, I mean, there, there, you get that hometown, you get that hometown feel too. A yep. lot of guys will take two. A lot of players will take two of him. Yep. Uh, but a this lot is of fans when, will take two of him. Yep. But this is when Kellen Moore, you better, better Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, you better swallow your pride and you better run that football because Matthew Stafford, I don't want to see him throw 50 times. No, I love Matthew Stafford. He can, he can do it, but I don't, I don't want, want to see to. it because if you throw him 50 times, he's getting hit a lot. Right, and that's not good for he, an older he, quarterback. Right. Uh, you could take the pressure off of him, give him a strong run game, and in yes. the play-action game, he would be a dominant. he's never had a run game. No. If you give him a strong run game and then have it play-action, Matt Stafford will tear a defense yes. up. Especially with Amari, Gallup, and CD. You have Dalton Schultz. Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin. I mean, he. The, 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 this is a pick, and it's not a, na- not a knock on Prescott. No. It is a knock on the salary cap. Yes, it is. <laughs> that we have a salary cap. Yep, and we have to follow by. We and if we want to keep Gallup, if we want to keep these rookies that are going to be coming up soon, yes. uh, you're going to definitely don't want Dak's $40 million contract out there right. just sitting there. So basically we, what we are proposing it for the Dallas Cowboys is you do trade Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. and then we'll trade the, the third-round pick. You trade Dak Prescott – to the Detroit Lions, yes. and in return, yeah. you get Matthew Stafford and take that pick and use it and get Patrick Sertan. Yep. So, I propose to the Cowboy fans who think that we may have just lost our scruples. Yeah. Would you want Dak Prescott on a thirty-seven, forty million dollar contract, mm-hmm. who could really hurt our cap, or would you like a twenty-five million dollar Matthew Stafford and a rookie Patrick Sertan the second? Yep. This is what we propose. <laughs> this is what we propose, and it, and it actually makes sense and could work. It does, and that's the thing. It, it's it's not like we're going out on a limb and really stretching it. It yeah. is it is something that could easily happen. It's not like we're trading for a quarterback who doesn't want to be traded. Yeah. Another yeah. guy, uh, and, and the bad part is is is, is cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could say, oh, why don't you get a guy like uh, Garoppolo, who's a good quarterback? Yeah. It, it's the same. It's the same much. quarterback. Yeah. Why not just pay Dak? <laughs> we'll just pay Dak and call it a day. Yep. Um. So. It, it, it's it, the the best option is to go for the guy like Stafford who is cheaper, yep. um, and and let and give him the weapons that he's never had and mm-hmm. let him actually just be Matt Stafford. Yes. Um, let Kellen Moore uh use these draft picks defensively and offensively help this team get their health back yep. and then hopefully this team can actually ha- you know use this um and become contenders again. Yes. Now. The results of what we've done. We all the, this whole episode yep. we talked about the past two hours. Yeah, rants and all. <laughs> what does this lead to? Well, depending on what the, I I truthfully believe the Philadelphia Eagles are going to blow their team up and they're going to yes. go into and go to a Rebuild. deep hole depression. Yep. <laughs> so I don't consider the Eagles a a Threat. challenge next year. Um, we do look at the, the the Washington football team. They have a great defense. They have a great defense. But quarterback Alex Smith most likely going to retire after this year, yes. or he's going to back up next year. Right. Um. So who's going to be the starting quarterback? And it's sounding like rumors are that Cam might be coming down there because of Ron Rivera connection. Yes. And with that, that's that's worse. <laughs> so, and, and, but, but they could roll a guy named Kyle Allen, yeah. who's proven he can he can play, but not he's not consistent. No. And they have no consistent wide receiver. No, they, they, do with, they have to do with tight end. They don't yeah. have really consistency on the offensive line. The run game's 50 50. Yep. So there are concerns that team, but defensively, they are a, they could be oh, a yeah. juggernaut. Defense, oh, yeah. They could be a very big of juggernaut. Yep. Um, and then you look at the Giants. Um, Daniel Jones is a growing star. Yep. And I think if they have a good offseason with him in that off, yes. I think if they have a good offseason and really help that defense mm-hmm. out, 
please, please, for the love of God, build that offensive line so they don't get yes. the boy killed. I know. I'm a Cowboy fan, but I don't want to see nobody get killed. I know. Like he, like he is, uh, and then you get Saquon back. Yep, you do get another receiver or something like that. Um, I think they have the what pick did they have? The ninth, they had the eleven pick. Okay, if a guy like Jamar Chase could fall to them, yeah, that they be get huge. him. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, so th- th- there's a couple places the Giants could go with that pick. Yes. Um, so you know that, that that's that's mm-hmm. big. It is. Um, that's a big pick. So uh, the, to me, if you're looking at if, you're, if I'm looking at the NFC East this year, if I had to rank them from 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 least to most concerning of an opponent, yeah. I go Eagles least, Washington two, and then the Giants are the most. Yep, most concerning of an opponent for me. Yeah, um, but I think Dallas could still win the division. I think they could. Uh, looking by the schedule we just looked yes. at with this team, I think they could go ten wins easy. Yeah, maybe maybe eleven. Yeah, but we'll break all that down later. Oh yeah, but I'm just kind of going as a initial hop. Yeah, we're going to have a draft episode close to the draft. Yeah, so. we'll have a draft episode. We'll have a big fragrance episode. We'll have a, uh, coming up in, what, four weeks? Yeah. We'll have a massive review of the season. Yes, we will. Um, so, all that, all that being said, that's all coming up soon. But we, but this was more or less to not have that, that, yeah. this so meant we don't have a two-hour Cowboy two yeah. episode. So we can focus on everybody else. Yep. But, um, you know, it, the, the, our hope would be to put them in least Super Bowl contention again. Definitely, um, definitely, will, will be a top four seed in the NFC. Oh, yeah. Poss, uh, I mean, and, and and that's what I'm ba- and that's what we're basing on. Yes. I'm not gonna say we're gonna be Super Bowl champions because I'm not be no. not that Cowboy not fan. But I think we can win the division with yes. that team, that health, yep. these changes that we've made to this team. Yep. I truthfully believe, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, please listen. Please listen. If you made the changes that we propose, I think this is the cheapest option. Yes, you do have cap still, so if you wanna upgrade another position and go maybe for a bigger guy yeah you can and that's more or less what we want to do we want to make the cowboys successful we want to make the cowboys great yes because i got a nice empty spot that i love to put in a, a, put yep. a, a super bowl trophy me too. <laughs> me too we both have spots jerry we'd love to put the trophy i know you have a spot yep. picked out for it jerry so yeah uh we'd love to this is just our opinion that's more or less what this is yep it is yeah. Back half, first half was facts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, it was. Uh, this back half has been opinions, and 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 hopefully this the result is winning the division, um, being a playoff team, being a and, and hopefully making a playoff run. Yeah, and and you know the Super Bowl is always the goal. Yep, it is. So I'm not saying we're gonna win the Super Bowl. No. It, it's it, that's just want to continue to get better. Yep, that's what we want to do. We continue to get better and 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 just hopefully be a better team. Yes. Than 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 we were last year. Yeah. Uh, don't go six and ten. Let's go ten and six at least. Yes. And we'll build off that. And we'd love to see y'all's comments down below. Yeah. Um, are we Are we actually, have we actually lost our mind? Yeah. Uh, are Tell we us. crazy? Yeah. Are we Are we smart? Do we make a point? Yeah. Um, is there Is there anything that, is there anything that you would propose with it? Yeah. You know? Definitely. Um, but yeah, that's the video. Uh, thanks yep. for watching. Yep. Uh, like, comment. Uh, if, if you do like the content, if you want to share it to a cowboy fan, share it to them. See, see if they think we're crazy too. <laughs> um, if you want like to subscribe to our channel and see our normal videos yep. where we cover everything. Yeah. Uh, football, baseball, basketball, hockey, uh, fighting. Yeah. UFC, WB. We cover a lot of wrestling. Yeah, we do. Professional wrestling with WB and AEW. Um, subscribe to us. Uh, turn the notification bell to get notified when mm-hmm. every new video is posted. Uh, Mondays and Fridays. Yes. Uh, all of our social media links are down below: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Mm-hmm. We also are on podcast platforms. If yep. you want to listen on yep. podcast, all the links are down below yep. as well. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yep. all the big ones down below. Yep. Thank you for letting us prove we're the highest standard sports talk. We, we are Golden, Golden Sports. sports.